Stu, are you recording? I am definitely recording. Check it again. Make sure you're recording. I am definitely Even my wife came in and went, "Uh, don't forget to record the show. Hell yes. (laughs) Can you go over to his house and see if he's recording? I'll be back in a bit. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because you didn't record last week. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're recording. I'm definitely recording. Right. All right. I'm just going to get back, man. I'm just going to get back. Let's do this shit. All right. All right, I'm back. Stop this. Stop it. Stop, 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 stop. What? Seriously? What the hell? Okay, now go. (laughs) Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that one. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju. Oh, come on, it's Enchantment. Hello and welcome to show 148 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, Veteran Gamers. Uh, I pressed the wrong button. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Chinny's sick. I'm exhausted, and Stu's got roller skates. I know, not or not. I've sold a pair of them. Yeah, they've gone. Oh, he sold a pair of yep. them. It's very exciting. Yep. We're ready to go with a fun podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's try and sound excited at least a little bit. Hey, I'm very excited. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm all... Well, to be honest with you, I'm always excited to hear more about Fallout. <laughs> I'm, I only have a little bit. Oh, you see, fall. I didn't even knew. I just knew. I'm always excited yeah. to hear about that game because I've like know nothing about it. I've never heard anyone no, talk. I don't have anything to say about it. I've been playing it, but that's nothing. To... You're always playing that bloody game. It's your life. I wasn't going to bring this up, right? Yeah, what? A friend of mine who listens to the show. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Sorry, I just farted. All right, so. No, you just leveled up. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, a friend of mine who listens to the show. He's also uh, one of the guys that work at Void Games. Two games out on the iPhone. Get him down. Uh, right. So he said to me, Duke was talking about Fallout 3, and I was very interested. And then Stu went, ah, we don't want to hear about that. Ah, and your face, Stu. Today, all right, he said, he did it again. Stu did it again. Duke started talking about Fallout 3. I began to come interested, and Stu. Just said, I don't want to hear about it. And I always said to him, why don't you write into the show? And he was like, ah, no, 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 no. So, I- I'm speaking for him. Stu, some people want to hear yeah, about Fallout 3. Okay. And not weird but, Japanese but, shit. But, what, what he doesn't realise is, right? We spent hours and hours talking about it in the past. Exactly. We, I've, I've heard but, Duke talk but, about Fallout 3 for hours. But, but this guy hasn't. Not all the listeners no, have. I guess. So, so it's old. It's an old game. It's old. Think. Says the man who was playing Black Mesa. <laughs> it's a reaver. It's a reaver. I'm covered. Oh, it's new. In I'm ill. I'm ill. 
It's new. You should introduce people. I know, yeah. Uh, so I'm here, the daddy. Uh, and we've also got Duke Fallout 3 fan extraordinaire. Hang on, the sound clip's loading here. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'm, I'm still not clear on chaos. Oh, oh, it, 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 it uh, simply uh, deals with uh, predictability and complex systems. The shorthand is the, the butterfly effect. A butterfly can flap its wings in Peking and Central Park, you get rain instead of sunshine. <laughs> you remember that from Jurassic Park? Nope. It's classic. It's all about chaos theory. Jeff Goldblum plays the wacky mathematician. I watched the film with Jeff Goldblum yesterday. I did. What did you watch? Was it The Cats Fly? And, Cats and Dogs. I haven't seen that. <laughs> fly is his best movie ever. No, the Fly. Kill me. He doesn't actually say kill me, but my head, he does. <laughs> Who Spoiler. else we got, Stuart? Uh, we've also got Chinny, and he's ill. Bless him. I am ill this week. Um, I cannot stop sneezing. Just cannot. So I will... Uh, forgive me if I sound disgusting. Achoo! And phlegmy. Uh, I was playing uh, a game with my friend earlier, and he said I have the gayest sneezes ever. No offense to gay people. <laughs> Um, but I, apparently I do. You're sexy and I know it. Thank you. Uh, so I will be muted for most of the podcast. This week, Stu is going to handle the news. Now I know, I know all my fans are thinking, well, we don't hear enough of Stu. Mate, it's, it's about time Stu talk more on the podcast. I know, and this is going to be his episode. Oh, thanks for that. It's very kind I'm, of you. I'm going to get interrupted by stupid sound effects. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> exactly. Very kind of you, that, uh, to, <laughs> to let me do that. Uh, I've never done that before, you know. I've never done the news. So this will be like a first for me, you know, doing something. I new. just sneezed then. Just in between that, I sneezed then. Wow. That's it. This is how frequently wow. sneezes are going. I have to say, though, you are the illest person I think I've ever known. The, you are not the first person to say You are always me. ill. <laughs> I'm I'm like Mr. Burns. There's so many diseases trying to get through the door <laughs> that a gust of wind could kill me. <laughs> it might do. And there are ba- loud bangs going in outside because it is bonfire night tonight. This is the night where we celebrate democracy and the burning of the Houses of Parliament. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, well, we, we, we burned the person that planned to plot the, the bombing of the Houses of Parliament, where if that was had to happen now, we'd probably applaud the person that would bomb the Houses <laughs> of Parliament. How things turn Everyone around. would be helping him sort it out. Yeah. Go on, mate. Do it. <laughs> they should do that in America with all that stupid stuff that's going on there, you know, in the, all your crap. Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgotten. I mean, I'm not being funny, Duke, but like Obama and Romney, America. Romney, even Romney, Romney, whatever his name is... You really don't Mitch, want me to go it's, it's like it's like some sort of pantomime, isn't it? I mean, what's all this stuff on the TV? You know, where they're having these like, you know, verbal fights and all this kind of jive. What's all that about? Binders full of women. It's just weird. But this is for Shinny because he's feeling ill. What's the time? It's time to get ill. What's the time? It's time to get ill. So what's the time? It's time to get ill. It's amazing well, how the Beastie Boys set a time for, for to be ill. <laughs> well, you know, you don't want to be ill in an inconvenient way. So let me ask you this, uh, Duke, because like in yeah. in this country, right, if you don't really want to vote for one of the main parties, you can vote for like the Monster Raving Looney Party, for instance. 
<laughs> Kevin Phillips bomb. Have you, have you got an equivalent of that in America then? Yeah, it's called the Green Party, and I'm thinking about voting for it. I know, him. we have that. But then well. the whole thing is this. Like, it's so close between Obama and Romney that the Democrats look at you if you're going to vote for a third party, and they're like, oh, you're going to cause Romney to get elected. No, I'm not. Look, if Obama wanted my goddamn vote, he would have put some people from Wall Street in prison. But he didn't, so he couldn't have wanted my vote that bad. I think he wanted the Wall Street money more. Yeah, yeah um, that's true. Now it's time for education. We don't need. <laughs> you know, no. for, oh now, wait, wrong podcast. You know, Sorry. You know the whole. You know the whole Mitt Romney, Barack Obama situation. Am I not the only one? Duke. Duke but... Sorry. <laughs> Am I not the only one that thinks? What kind of a fucking name is Mitt? Yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous name. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> what I mean? What really the fuck? No, why doesn't anyone? Why doesn't Barack Obama just go up and go? What kind of a name is Mitt? Hello. Because then it looks mean. Win. You don't want to be mean. His first name is really Willard. Did you know that? Well, why does he call himself Mitt? Because yeah, Mitt's is sort of like, you know, more of a See, regular it's a guy. It's... Willard sounds like Willard. Hi, I'm Willard. That sounds Hi. nerdy. Hi, I'm Willard. Mitt sounds like it's what you play when you're a catcher. You wear a mitt. Is it because it rhymes with... Barry no, Obama. No, no, no. Is it because it rhymes with tit? I don't think that has anything to do Shit. with it. The you article about him is a featured article on Wikipedia. That's kind of surprising. Who cares enough about Mitt Romney to make his article a featured article? God, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, I just so uh, as a as a British person, I of course know nothing about Mitt Romney. Yeah, that's, uh, that's as it should be. What, why? What, forgive me. I know everybody kind of hates him, right? Um, because he's a rich prick. Is this right? Well, that's one of the reasons. Right. He's completely out of touch. He's a robot. But you know what? The real reason I hate him is because of this thing that happened in, I don't even know when it happened, 2008, when he was first running for president. He found himself in Jacksonville, Florida, and he was around these young African-American kids, and he had no idea how to relate to them. So he just started spouting the first thing that came into his head, and it happened to be the song by the Baja Men. So if you'll give me a minute, I'll play you the audio. There it is. They're cheering for him. He's standing there posing for a picture. Who's got your camera, though? Who let the dogs out? And it's just like, what the hell is wrong with you? That's all you Not like what's important to you, what's going on in your community. How are you doing today? Even no. Who let the dogs out? But what can I ask? Maybe, no, maybe he was actually thinking that. Maybe there was dogs running around out of view of the yeah, camera. Exactly. And he went, awesome. wow, there's a lot of stray dogs there. Or are they stray? Who let them out? Yeah. yeah. And then he, right. he asked the question a couple of times and no one answered. How rude of them. But the thing is, the thing is, uh, what's his stance on violent video games and all that jive? What's, what's his yeah. Yeah. Because if he's for them, then he's got yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it? And Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Nobody knows what Mitt Romney's stance on anything is. Because when he was governor of Massachusetts, he pushed a healthcare system reform you know, package that was exactly like the one Obama pushed. And now Mitt Romney's like, oh, Obamacare is horrible. It's the most wretched abuse of government power ever. It's exactly like what you did in Massachusetts. What are you talking about? Yeah, could be true. So the whole thing uh, is just... By the, time, by the time the people listen to this, uh, you will have either the same president as you had before yeah. or an absolute fucking idiot. <laughs> it's true. And you know what? That's the thing. Is like I, you know, whatever. Like we've had idiot presidents, presidents before. <laughs> you have don't plenty of those. <laughs> you don't think he's the stupidest Butch Junior? Yeah, no, you could but... just throw a dart at the row of pictures, <laughs> yeah, know, and you right? probably hit. Them. Oh yeah. my god! Um, 
Can I just ask? Well, that's not what people are here for. I know, I know. Just one game. more clarification, because I don't know the. Yes. He, so is Obama? It's like, it's like you have an American. Let's let's just bother with questions. I know, I know, yeah. you know, we invented a lot of things know, like yeah. boats. We invented boats. So, so what do you call it? A truck? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, what the hell's yeah. a sidewalk? Um, <laughs> but no, uh, we what what sort of equivalent of our parties is Obama? Is he like Labour or is he like Conservative or Liberal? What is he? I think he's Labour shit. He's he's a little see here's the thing the democrats in this country are just a little bit right of labor like labor just by the very virtue of their name they kind of have some interest in working people you know what i mean and working class is something that's you'd very so. you'd think so what you well, think i mean even just the name i'm saying just well and, and whatever so the democrats are sort of like that too so yes i suppose labor is the sort of labor liberal by the sound of it it's sort of been the yeah it is but he's barely li- i mean it's that's the thing is that there were, it's all about social issues at this point it's abortion it's you know helping the poor in some ways it's taking care of old people and it's about you know using the government in some ways and the republicans are all about privatization of everything yeah, so they're conservative basically anti-abortion, exactly uh, that's what it breaks down to when it comes well, to foreign policy they're exactly alike they're both going to continue using robots to drop bombs on pakistan they're both going to continue to you know do stuff in the middle east and give five billion dollars a year to israel and it's just uh, whatever i was listening to the bugle and they said well i do support mitt rom i do look at the figures and say Mitt Romney hasn't droned the fuck out of any countries as much as Obama has. That's <laughs> true, not yet. <laughs> yes. Give him the chance, though. Give him the well, chance. to be fair, and I always think this, you know, I, and more so in America, I don't know why. I always feel like it, they're just a puppet for all the people behind oh. the scenes who are doing everything. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Well, I mean, the, the most famous sitcom for that is Yes, Prime Minister, which completely proves that they're puppets. Yeah, yeah. And Margaret Thatcher says that's the closest thing to politics I've ever seen. Oh wow! Really? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. I'm a, anyway, video yeah, games. Fuck this video games. Um, right. Well, I have. By the way, I am updating. Um, I am updating the veteran gamers Facebook page with what's going on this episode. I thought for a change, uh, I posted up there 11 minutes ago. We are recording this week's veteran gamers podcast. This week, this week, I will update Facebook as we go, so people on Facebook will get a sneak peek of what this week's show will be about. Spoilers. Steam. There you go, I'll get one in there for you. Yeah. Well, already I've put Chinny is ill, Duke is talking about a four-year-old game, and Stu is talking about his skates. This and I'm sure we'll start. be talking about some Steam games, because uh, we like Steam and Duke likes Steam. Plenty of Steam, don't you think? I'm just going to update Facebook saying, fuck Steam. No, I'm only saying this right. Amarokwai said he's going to drink something every time we say the word Steam. So he's going to be very drunk. So, oh, yeah. so like, is he like a drinking yeah, game? Yeah, he's doing a drinking game. He's going to drink every time we say Steam. Well, maybe you know I should play this uh, Futurama sound clip then. We can definitely escape, Bender. All you have to do is bend the hatch off this steam pipe. Hey, yeah! No good, it's full of steam! That's <laughs> brilliant. I mean, where do you get that from? <laughs> For Futurama. <laughs> Great. But you know what's amazing? Because YouTube is the most astounding thing in the world now that Fox has relaxed their prosecution of sound oh, clips. They have, because it used to be you couldn't find anything about Futurama or Simpsons. Now, you know, for the most part, you plug something into Google, you know, if, as long as you're specific, you'll probably find that clip. I didn't have that queued up. I just put in Futurama Steam into Google. Oh, first, I wonder if I can find one of my favorite clips of Simpsons. Here we go. Hang on. 
Oh, I can hear the Talk amongst yourself. Uh, yes, I'm yeah. talking of stories. I have got a story that is. Oh, thank yeah, God. Of course. I was so worried. Of course. Jesus. Story, story, story time. I can't find the bit. So, the well, you carry on looking. So, as you know, right, I went away last week on the holiday for a few days. You know, like you do, like you do. And I went uh, to a restaurant in Chester. We went to Chester in the United Kingdom. You know, nice place. Got a wall and Romans and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yes, went to a restaurant. If you ever go to Chester, right, there's this restaurant. I know you probably won't do, but some listeners might do, you know, for a few days away. You went to Chester? I did. I did. I like Chester. Oh, that's where my car blew up. Excellent. Well, if you ever go to Chester again, right? No, because it's bad, Chester, bad memories, man. Sure it's close bad to the borders of Wales and it's home to 118,925 inhabitants. Yep. Well, it, there's well, some stuff I happen to know it about. It has that an city. excellent restaurant called Hickory Smokehouse. Oh, I've been there. And it was amazing. It's the American restaurant. It, and you walk in and it's like the, the front door's like on a corner and then you've got the bar on your right. It was. Yeah, I was there. That's, that's where we went the last time. Oh, we well, you went to the exactly right place because it was awesome. Yeah, it was. Oh, fantastic. It's one of the best restaurants I've been to in ages. Hey. There, there, there was some. There was a lot of ribs in that place. Oh, my God. I've never seen. I, I mean, right. If I ever went to somewhere in America, I mean, I've been to New York, but that's not really America, is it? But you know what I mean. Well, I don't know, Stu. I think it is. No, but if you went to an authentic American restaurant, this is what I imagine it to be like, right? Because they had on the menu a 52-ounce rump steak available. Free if you no, ate things, too? No, no, nothing like that. Well, then that's not really an American restaurant, dude. <laughs> I remember ordering two of them. I said to the waitress, I said, have you, ever, have you ever had anyone order this, right? And she went, one person since I've worked here has ordered it. And his, it, yeah. his friend said, if he ate it all, they'd pay for it. And if he didn't eat it, he, he had to pay for it. You socialist, that's exactly the way that is. No, it should be the... Business pays for it. Well, they didn't. But anyway, uh, she said that he started eating it just after she'd started her shift, and she finished and went home before he'd finished trying to eat it. So, <laughs> so. Did you? I've got, I've got a question for you, Stu, yeah. and it's going to be a strange question. Go on. But if you did this, then you'll know what I mean. Okay. Did you go to the toilet in this restaurant? No, but my wife did, and she said it was really cool. <laughs> well, I did go into the ladies' toilet. Um, for legal purposes, I'm not allowed in there anymore. <laughs> However, I went into the, 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 the male toilet, and first of all, the door is the same as the wall, so that's tricky. I mean, <laughs> when you're desperate for something, they, you, don't, you don't need to be confused by the fucking door, all right? Then I went through the door, and the sink wasn't a traditional sink. It was a, like a wooden square with pebbles in it. Cool. Uh, okay. And the the tap was like a waterfall. It was very strange, but cool. I took a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. No, my wife went in and she said the, the ladies was very cool. Uh, but it was just it was just all the little touches he brought. Popcorn to the table, like just... Comp- oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, popcorn. Bottle of yeah. water, you know, yeah. and just put that on the table. You know, it's funny you mentioned popcorn. I've been on a crazy popcorn bender lately. I'm, I eat a lot of popcorn these days. Yeah. I've never really been a fan. It always felt like it got stuck in your teeth and it was annoying. But lately, popcorn. I've just been crazy for popcorn. And it's healthy. I make popcorn when I'm watching a movie or whatever. Uh, you know. I don't know if it's healthy. Well, it depends what you put on it. I just have salt on mine. Eh, Isn't a little it butter, little, um, but it's not. I mean, it's not vegetables. It's just. It's not really good or really bad for you. No, it's all right. Is it? Funny? You know, you know, popcorn. Like hey, you, you eat it at the cinema and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. you think you, you you eat the whole like box. And you think, wow, I've had all that popcorn. And then you stand up 
It's all on your, tra- on your T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't leave all that. <laughs> it's all on. But no, how- now, Stu, here's the question. Did you go to the Town Hall and Cathedral? Because the Town Hall opened in 1869 in a Gothic revival style with a tower and a short spire. No, them religious bastards are charging out to go in the cathedral. Going, uh, what? Yeah. Bogus. Yeah, charge you. They make it sound right like it's a donation, though. They go, uh, recommended £10 per person. That's like on The Simpsons. What does it mean, recommended? Well, that's how much we prefer that people give. And what if I ever choose to give you zero? Yeah. Well, Don't get me on religion, I tell you. Never mind politics. Um, but yeah, no, how funny is that, though, that both Chini and I have been to a very cool restaurant in Chester. Hey. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. My, my car blew up. <laughs> Your car know? blew up on the way there. My car didn't blow up on the way there. Bad memories, man. Bad memories. <laughs> but uh, definitely one of the best restaurants I've been to for a while. So, yes, very good. So good. It's full of steam. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, Millie had for a pudding um, toasting marshmallows. And it came out with a little, um, like, pan with charcoal in the bottom on fire. Right? Wow. Uh, and there was loads of steam. So, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just Rockstar news now. Uh, the highly anticipated second trailer for Grand Theft Auto V will debut worldwide next week on Wednesday, November 14th. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Goodbye, here? everybody. What's going on here? You said you weren't doing any news tonight. I feel a lot better all of a sudden. Oh, my God. It's true. I'm not doing the news. No, you're not doing the news. But. Uh, well, we are going to talk, talk about video some... Stay tuned, people. We should talk about it. Uh, it's coming. Uh, I'll start this week, right? Because. Stu, why don't you begin? Do you know, you know, I sometimes. I need to eat my bowl of macaroni here. No, seriously, you know, sometimes I play some mac and cheese shit, don't I? You know, this is true. Mac and cottage cheese, actually. Are you listening? Are you listening, you two? I'm hoping the listen listeners to what? listening better than you well, two are. You're rubbish. <laughs> I, all I want to know is, Stu, are you recording? I am definitely. Just let me check. Yeah, 21 <laughs> minutes in, we're definitely recording. I don't know if I can believe you. I don't know if I try. I can't do this banter about Steam and Futurama and Steam again. Oh, you said you Steam better be by now. And I've oh, and I've just said Steam. Oh no, I've said. Oh man, we better quit saying Steam, or else that guy's going to be. He's going to be totally pissed, isn't he? Um, but yeah. Anyway, you know I like to play weird shit, like as in games. Yes. You, well, shit, especially. I think this week I've surpassed myself oh, because yeah? I came across this demo for a game called Mothhead. Right, okay, uh-huh. and it's it's just the weirdest thing I have ever played, right? And it's by a company called Massive Black, and it was basically done as a tech demo for Unity Engine, right? So it was just to show what the, okay. what the engine's capable of with lighting and textures and all that. And it does look very nice. I've got to say, when you play it, it looks very very nice. But my god, this game is weird. So basically, it's it's sort of based on the sculptures of this guy called Peter Koenig, who's some like conceptual artist, right? And you're a moth that's flying around in this environment, and then there's like a body on the floor with no head, and you flutter up to it in your moth form, and you press a space bar, which then interacts, and the moth becomes the head of this sort of weird figure on the floor and then you can start walking around does it it's that sounds pretty weird it's all right. extremely weird and it's dead freaky looking it's a freaky looking game very odd thing. i mean I, I don't even know how i would describe it apart from freaky it's just weird and it's barely a game to be honest you just walk around solve a really simple puzzle and then you walk outside and i've got to say i mean to demonstrate that unity can do 
really cool because you tend to think of Unity as just being indie stuff, you know, and and smaller developers. Um, but I guess this does prove that it, it it does do other stuff. But they have said they're going to make this potentially into a full game, so I'll wait and see. I, oh boy, I can't wait. Honestly, I can't. I hope it'll be available on Steam. So then you'd think I couldn't play anything stranger than that game, wouldn't you? You'd think. You. Oh. You oh, can't play anything stranger than that. Couldn't possibly. Uh, well, as part of the Halloween bundle that I got, there was a game called Pathologic. Okay, well, Pathologic, I don't know. Is that like the... Pathologic. Pathologic. Yeah, I was going to say. Very weird game. It came out in about 2005, I believe, originally. Uh, And it's it's sort of like um, an open-world adventure game, or an RPG. It's really hard to describe, really. A Ruppaga. Yeah, sort of. But it's weird. Very weird. I mean... You think Silent Hill's weird. This is way weirder than that. You're in, like, a town. There's no real map to speak of. You can't really figure out where the hell you're meant to go. You've just got to talk to all these random characters. And the only ones that really count are the ones that have real faces. So when you click on them, rather than getting, like, um, like the the ones that are, are just sort of puppets, if you will, of just, like, have a ragdoll for the avatar. But when you click on someone who's actually part of the plot... Or he's going to give you a quest. They have like a proper face and everything on the avatar when it comes up. But uh, it's all text-based, a lot of it. It's 3D, but first-person view. 3D? Yeah, it's in three whole... There's three of them. But even though it came out in 2005, it looks like something that came out in 2000 or something like that. It looks very basic. It's a, it apparently, it's a Russian developer who made this. Uh, the tran- Technologic. <laughs> yeah. Technologic. Technologic, technologic. But the it looks very, it looks proper ropey. The animations are really bad. The the 3D modeling is not good at all. Um, in fact, there's not a lot going for it really, apart from the fact that it's very weird, you know. And and I might kind of give it another go. But the controls were ropey. It gave you no indication of what you were supposed to be doing. You know, it's very much a just... Some of the translations made absolutely no sense whatsoever. You know, it's been translated into English. <laughs> so is this game of the year for you? unlocking. What is that supposed to mean? Yeah, exactly. Is, is, is this game of the year Possibly. Sure. I think it's up there. <laughs> I think it's up there. Um, you get it, Duke? Because you know... Uh, and then I thought, right, because I wasn't that impressed Oh, that. now I I'm, get it. I'm, <laughs> I think that was a case of, you know, you're either going to like it or you're not. And, I, and, you know, even though I like weird stuff, I was finding it hard going. But I might I'll give it another try. I might attempt to sort of get into it. Stu? Yeah? I'm going to make a prediction. Yeah. I don't think you're going to play this game ever again. I may or may not. But it has, no. it has, all, the, I don't think you it has all the trappings of, of sort of survival horror in so much as you have to eat and you have to sleep and you start going crazy if you don't and... You know, all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's very much based Go in... crazy? And, and what, what it also does, which is kind of cool, um, but if you people are around at sort of various times to get quests off to do, if you miss them, and then it's sort of each sort of... There's 12 days, I think, and each day lasts about three hours in real time. Uh, but if you miss these people during that three hours then that, that quest is... Then any quest you haven't completed when it gets to 12 o'clock in the game, they're just wiped off and you don't get to do them. So it sort of... Uh, it put, Damn. Yeah, it punishes you for not finishing any sort of quest lines off during the game. 
but I don't know, it's just weird. It was a bit weird. But then I thought, you know, I'll play something a bit less serious, you know, something a bit more fun. Why? So, serious. so then I played the Serious Sam 3 demo on Xbox. Have I yeah. played this? No. Yeah, it's not. Hang on. Look, Serious Sam 1. Yeah, it's... It... I'll play it. It's just like... It's just... It's shit, right? It wasn't good. It really wasn't good. Say it, They June. did an HD it. remix of this, didn't they? The first one, Well, right? this is Serious Sam 3. This is a whole... Oh, yeah. I've played that one. It's a whole new one. Uh, yeah. It... It was just... Shit. It was like, right, you know... <laughs> you can't I do know, it, yeah. can you? You know, <laughs> Earth Defense Force 2042 or whatever... Right. Yeah, that's a good game. It's similar to that in some respects because it really is. If you take away everything about the games we like, i.e., a really cool story or really cool mechanics or every, you know, all the cool, all the good stuff we like, right? Really good graphics, you know, brilliant weapons and all. That. Now, to be fair, Earth Defense Force has none of that. Stuff. Well, neither does. It's got bugs, and you shoot the neither bugs. Neither does this, and it's very, very similar. So basically, you just running around. You've no real idea why you're running around, and stuff just keeps coming at you, and you just have to kill it, basically. That sounds exactly like And it's just like... Uh, and but uh, let me ask you this. Are the things you're killing bugs? Sort of. They're aliens. So they're not bugs. Well, but that's not bugs. They're aliens. So it doesn't, it's not as good. So and then every now and again, throw in like, a boss at you. They'll throw a boss at you that you have to sort of run around and not get hit by or whatever, and then you kill that, and then they'll throw another boss at you. And I don't know. It was it, it was fun for five minutes, and then that, after that, you're sort of like, yeah, I've had enough now, and I just turned it off, and yeah. yeah. Can't recommend it at all. Uh, Doom 3, I've tried to play a bit more of that, and I, I'm finding that hard going. I am finding it really hard going getting through Doom 3. Because I'm, I'm, it's difficult or because you just don't no, care? No, just because I don't care. I'm just trying to get through it. And I'm remembering parts of it as I'm going along, you know, because I have played most of it before. But it's so repetitive. I just find it really repetitive. And I'm just... I'm finding it hard to keep... Say it. I'm finding it really... Say it is shit. <laughs> I'm finding it really hard to go on. engage. Go on, to stay engaged with it. Can't... Try it. Because it. <laughs> it's a bit shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. No, it's not. No, it's not. That be. Ah. <laughs> it's just boring. I'm. I'm. I'm just finding it really boring, and which makes it. It makes it a bit shit. But I'm really struggling, and I've got like you know, there's some fairly decent games arriving at the moment. So I'm really debating not bothering finishing this and just sending it back, and hopefully. <gasps> instead although i'm worried about there's something i might be getting because assassin's creed 3 is very mixed bag of reviews for that game i've heard yeah so i'm a bit like i've got it right next to me i can see it right there yeah it's a it's assassin's creed 3 two days. it's a mixed bag mixed bag it's a mix they have been hoping the shit out of it. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. I mean, there's some sort of decent reviews and some reviews. Some of the user reviews are very scathing, saying that it's very bloody. Oh, come on. Don't even listen to Well, that. no, sometimes, you know. Well, no, no, no. They're fairly balanced. But no, there's a couple no. of, like, giving it a four or a five and said, like, you know, there's there's lots of glitchy bings going on. The ending's horrific. Worse than Mass Effect 3, apparently. So, because this finishes it, apparently, which I wasn't aware of. Did you know that? This doesn't finish this, it. This is Assassin's Creed, apparently. No, I mean, no spoilers. I'd be very surprised if this is the last game in this apparently series. Apparently it is. No. Uh, we'll it may be a spin-off, but this might be the end of Desmond's story, maybe. 
No, yeah, it's, it's never the end of fun. Desmond. But apparently, there's a lot of people complaining the ending's not very good. So I don't know. So there's that. Uh, Halo Four again. That's a mixed bag. That's getting a mixed bag of reviews, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't well, look at reviews for Halo 4. Yeah, well, I thought it got a lot of horror reviews. Yeah, it is, but it's also got quite a, f- a few sort of in the 70s as well. It's sort of a bit of a mixed bag again. Some people are complaining. I went to my friend's party uh, on Xbox tonight, and they were both playing Halo 4. They both had it. Yeah. And they were like, it is the sickest thing ever. No, it's, again, it's fairly mixed. There's a quite a few Man, they best renamed their shit to... Gay it's really good, and then there's some saying it's just more of the same, and then some saying they've done a really fantastic job. So who knows? But anyway, I may get one of those. So I've got both of those on my list. So I'll send this back and see what happens. Um, and the last thing I've played is Spider: The Secret of Bryce Manor, um, which I played ages ago on on my iPod Touch. But they've released an HD version, and at the moment it's free. On the, on the iPad, so I thought, oh yeah, I like, I really like that game. And you know what? That's a good game. You know what? That is a really. What is a spider? Yeah. So basically, you you you're a spider, and you just sort of. It's a really weird game. You're going through somebody's house, and you're just catching flies and bugs and stuff, and like setting webs and things. Um, yeah. But it's sort of got this really cool story thing going on. There's lots of like little secret areas, and you're just unfolding things and finding pictures of the family that live there and bits of text. Hang on. He is our hero. Right. <laughs> Are you mental, dude? <laughs> Step on spider! <laughs> that totally exemplifies that game. Is that the theme song it is. to the game? It is. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's quite... I promise not to kill you. It's quite... Oh, my God. It's quite <laughs> It's quite a relaxing game, though, to play, because you're basically just flicking this spider around the, the screen that you're on, and you're just sort of setting up webs to catch all the bugs, and then you eat the bugs, and you get... We <laughs> love you, spider! <laughs> And like I say, there's secret areas that you can uncover and you just find stuff. Duke, I think we got it. I think we're good. Right, Speaking of getting things. It's just cool. And now, oh. the woman who mom-opolizes the robot industry. I get it. Mom! Oh, now I get it. And that's it for me this week. You made it through! Yay! You survived the gauntlet of like sound a It is like a marathon. Can you continue talking despite all the things oh, no. that Duke is going to throw in your way? I want Britain to be about British. It's, it's like, talking about what you're playing while Duke's playing sound effects. He's kind of the equivalent oh. of running a course on Wipeout. Oh, oh by the I'm way. I'm not going to get interrupted by stupid sound effects. By the way, exactly. by the way Duke, Duke. Forgot to. How's, yes. how's Tito? How's Tito, dude? He's fine. Uh, we are going to have him... Tito uh, is Duke's dog, by the way. My dog, Tito, was uh, not doing well last week, but he's fine now, and I don't know, he has these episodes every once in a while, and they're just often enough to make us wonder if there's something wrong with him. He's been to the vet several times, looking specifically to see what's causing these episodes, where, like, his back legs buckle a little bit and stuff, but you know what? We haven't really found anything, so we're not sure what it is, and we're probably going to have some more tests done, so stay tuned, people. We'll update you you, when we Have you had these balls chopped off, can I ask? Uh, yes, we oh, have, you see, that's, so that's probably not... why, because he's probably just like, you know, getting at you for doing that. You know, I'll show him. No, <laughs> oh, I really don't think so. 
You know, because, you know, having your balls chopped off, that can't be good, really, for a bloke. I don't know. I've never had that happen. No. <laughs> Tell us about it. You would have. Oh, you don't want to Yeah, know. you wouldn't want that to happen either. My favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite jokes about dogs is Lee Evans' joke where your dog will be sleeping in the middle of the night and then he just wakes up and goes, oh, shit, fuck. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. And then goes back to sleep and then you're <laughs> still awake. Shit, he's like, that's good. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Actually, though, there was once a dude. <laughs> I don't know how we got onto these things, but there was once a dude in the UK who had a vasectomy, right? While he was hypnotized, so he didn't have any anesthetic or anything. He just had it. Is this another one of those shows where they're like? No, God, we never talked about that, did we? Did you did it? Did you watch it, Chinny? Did you watch the uh, apocalypse? No, no. It was no. kind of interesting. Although people are calling fake on it, like, yeah, there's a lot of people. But everything Darren Brown does, fake, fake. I don't understand it. There's fake. Although the funniest thing is, everyone thought it was the guy out of the pot noodle advert who was playing the guy in the in the thing, right? So they're saying, right. oh, that's why it's not real. It's because he was. It's- I, t- I saw Darren Brown tweet like the night before, and he said, like, I've just watched the whole thing with the guy who was who, who they pulled the prank on. Just to make sure that he... Well, not the night before, maybe like a couple of weeks before. Just to make sure that he was okay with it. Well, the, what, and, what uh, Darren Brown did to try and poo-poo all this, he actually got the actor from the Pop Noodle advert and put it up on YouTube with the guy who was in the show together uh, going, look, uh, it's not him. He might look a little bit like him, but he's a lot smaller. <laughs> and he did, to be fair. He did look like him, but it wasn't him. Um, I don't know. The only thing that made me think it's not real, right? Because I watched it and... and could you see the wires? Is that what he it just was? didn't swear enough? You know, I'm not being funny, right? Oh, oh right, I'm not being funny, right? If he's ever played a video game with zombies, in what's the first thing you'd do if you saw zombies coming towards? Excuse me, sir, but I don't like that blood stain on your mouth. Please wipe it no. and get out of my. No, way. that's not what you do. What would you do? Come on, let's be serious. <laughs> well, you might do that, but what else would you do? Poop your pants. Yep, that might myself. But what are we trained to do in video games if we see a zombie lumbering towards us? We pick up the nearest object and hit it with it, don't we, right? And I was thinking all the time, he's got to do that. I mean, you know, there's no doubt. If there's zombies coming towards you, you would pick up something to protect yourself with and you'd be whacking the shit out of them, wouldn't you, as you were running past? Maybe. You know, and, and to me, right, if that was real and he really was doing all that shit, he would be hitting zombies with a twig or a stick or a whatever he could get his hands on. They were in, like, this supposedly, like, um, like base thing. And there was stuff around that he could have used as a weapon. Not once did they say, we need to make some weapons to protect ourselves. You know, I mean, that's, that, and he didn't... Swear. Well, maybe he's just stupid. Well, maybe he was. <laughs> maybe he was. You must admit that it, it's possible that it is a fake. It's also possible he's an idiot. Well, the other thing, a lot of the time he just stood there slack-jawed. Like he, he could, well, that lends credence to my stupid I think theory. He, he did look stupid at times. To be fair, though, I would be pretty much in the same boat as that. Going, I don't know how oh, I shit. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be picking someone up to hit, hit them with. You're very cynical, though. They say it real, even if it, it, it was real. Right, the whole thing was real. Right, you go, no, Darren Brown's going to turn around in a bit. So I know, no, I know you're an actor zombie. No, don't even bother. <laughs> oh look! You even eating my neck. That's good. That's good special effects. I on. I can't film my leg. There was one good bit though, where they tried to make him. He, he was basically befriended this fourteen-year-old girl, right? And he was looking after her to make sure she was okay. And she got left behind because she was too scared to run through the zombies. And there was a moment in it, and if it was real, it was kind of funny. And he ran backwards and forwards about four times, trying to decide whether to save his own skin or to help save her. So- <laughs> 
<laughs> I just kept running backwards and forwards and he couldn't decide which one to do. Uh, but he did the right thing in the end. He went back to her and he sort of let the helicopter go without him. So he, you know, more or less sacrificed himself to save the girl at the end. Well, it was all right. I wasn't blown away, though, and I'm not convinced it were true. But then it's Darren Brown. Is anything he does for real? Who knows? You know, that's yeah, that's the fun knows? of it. That's oh. The fun of it is like the whole, is it real? Yeah, that's the fun. But the setup was cool. They must have, it must have taken them a long time to set it all up. But it would have been funny if he'd have beat the shit out of an extra. I would have loved to have seen that. That would have been funny. That would have been very funny. Would have been Shane Richard. Like he's been really low on work. <laughs> what would happen though? Who would be prosecuted? Him for killing the zombie, or Darren Brown for, for sort of making him do it? <laughs> what have you mm-hmm. make him do it? Well, but you know, he put him in that situation. You know, where you think it's a zombie. So you know, where, where's the culpability anymore? You know, because it's as far as you're concerned, he's some undead person. You might as well kill him. You know, yeah, yeah, just saying. Um, anyway, Duke, what have you been up to? Because I can see a large list here. Now, I'm hoping you've actually put some time have you been up to? into one of these games, at least. First of all, we had the Gears 3 playdate yesterday. That was fun. Uh, so thanks to SKX Nemesis and Willow 2 and ENW99 and Influenza. Honky Patrol represent. Um, we made the mistake. Okay, so SKX Nemesis showed up first. And I was like, okay, we're about five minutes early. Why don't we play a little horde mode while we wait for everyone to show up? And then we can switch over to King of the Hill or whatever. Because I was on Mega Paper Grading Zone Drive yesterday, and before I knew it, we were like 35 rounds into Horde, and I'd never gone 1 to 50 before. So I'm like, let's just do this. And then I look up, and it's 3 p.m., and I'm like, god damn, what happened to the whole afternoon? And we didn't. We got to level 50, and we just could not do it. There were only three of us by that point, so it was really frustrating, and we couldn't quite get it, and you can't drop down to easy in the middle of the thing. So we were just like, ah! So close, but just, you know, over and over, we just couldn't do it. Berserkers and the spider dealies, and they just kept wiping us out, and it was just, ah, man. Uh, so it was fun, but it was also frustrating at the end. Wah, wah, wah. Um, Fallout 3 with mods, been playing that some more. Uh, it's good. I, I still haven't gotten to the extra quests that I've loaded up on this thing, but I will eventually, I guess. I don't know. In the meantime, it's just, you know, such a great game, so... I'm still having fun with it. I'm doing the National Archives bit right now with that woman. And she's probably going to get killed because every time I play with her, she's like, ah, I'm dead. I'm like, sorry. Your dad's going to be ashamed of you or whatever. I don't remember her story. Is um, the one who's writing a book? No, no, no. She's the one in Megaton. I did her thing already. She's writing a Wasteland Survival Guy. Hi, uh, how you doing? See, the way I did that was like, I just persuaded her that I did it. No, I, pers- <laughs> no, I persuaded her. No, I persuaded her not to do it because I thought I said, "Oh, that, writing that book's a really dumb idea." And, <laughs> and she and just she went, gave up, huh? She went, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah, and I got the, I got the achievement for the quest. I was like, "Yeah, nice. yeah, right." But you didn't get all the XP for all the different things, and you didn't get the awesome sniper rifle when you go to minefield. Yeah, and... but I, was, I played the game as a bastard, so I got lost. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, but she also um, makes you do loads of crazy shit, doesn't she? I remember doing that. She quest. does. You know, yeah, like, it's kind of a fun quest. You know, you drink, drink repelling the mole rats, and then they accidentally makes their heads explode. Yeah, and she made you drink ra- radiated water or something. Oh, sure. She wants you to get highly radiated yeah. and break your legs. And break your legs. Break, go break your legs for me, thanks. Yeah, I remember doing her quest. I did all that stuff in Fallout. I did play a lot of Fallout 3, actually. Back yeah, you never finished. I it. didn't. I nearly did. I was poser, I was poser. I was close. 
Anyway, uh, I've also been playing Civilization Five because I got gifted that, and I don't remember who exactly gifted it to me. <laughs> who knows but, anymore? You uh, just keep getting games. I finally got. I know, right? Uh, but I finally got around to playing it. Man, it's good. Now the thing with Civilization is you never really know how well you're doing until you meet up with another civilization. So I'm doing very well right now. I got like five or six cities, and there's only one other civilization on my continent, which are the Iroquois, I think, or the. I don't know, some some Native American community. And I could slaughter them easy. It would be no thing for me to just wipe them off the face of the earth. So I'm just being nice right now. But I'm but I've played a lot of games of civilization where I thought I was doing great. And then somebody else shows up and I've got, you know, my bow and arrow soldiers and they show up with tanks and planes and they just obliterate me. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought I was doing well, but apparently not. So I, want, I need to make contact with the other civilizations soon because I'm worried they're just going to pop up and be like, hey, we have machine guns. But uh, it's really cool. It's smooth. It's fluid. The graphics look great. And, uh, yeah, it's been a long time since I played a Civ game, so I'm really having fun with it. Yay, Civ 5. Yeah. Some of the, some of the, one of these days I need to play Civ Rev because that's the only one that's substantially different. I mean, they get better each time in terms of they're more nuanced and you have better graphics and there's animation looks better, but... Um, Civ Rev, I understand, was like qualitatively different because it was for a console, and you can't do the normal things you do for Civilization on a console. So I'd just like to see. I'm just curious to know how they changed yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, but anyway. I played the demo for that, and I don't know. I, can, I just can't get into the Civ games. I find them boring. I just get bored yeah. just moving around yeah. and, you know, building stuff and whatever. Did you ever play Kingdom for Keflings? No. No, no, you like Kinkos or Keflings? Yeah, I like King of Keflings. The, the second one was it? World, World of Keflings. Keflings. World, World of Keflings. Keflings. There you go. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was. I, cool. I mean, it's it's a slightly different type of game. You know, like not everybody loves the same kind of game, right? And that's okay. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Okay, I'm just making sure we're all on record for that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's true. That's okay. true. It's just not my kind of game. I just like weird, strange right. shit. And that doesn't make the game bad. It doesn't make you stupid for not liking a certain game. It's just that's not your type of thing. Anyway, uh, Assassin's Creed 2, they had it on sale on Steam, and so I went and played that again. It's weird playing it on the PC because it seems like you have to hold more buttons than you do when you're climbing up a building than you do on the console. Because it always felt like on the console you just hold down either A or whatever it was, and then you just climb up, and that's it. And with this, it feels like you're holding down like two or three buttons all the time, and it's just like – I mean, and that's partially because in order to move up, you have to push the W button. So it's it's just I don't know whatever it's it's slightly it's different. A bit, it's not made for a keyboard. Yeah, I'm really it's, I'm really shocked you that you haven't invested in a wired controller, you know, a 360 controller for your PC and then or your Mac. Does that is it compatible with a Mac though? Having said that, I don't even know. But that would just be ridiculous. Because well, no, you just plug a USB controller in, don't you? And away you go. I know, but something seems like <laughs> it just seems weird to be playing with a controller on a pc the same game i could play on a console you know yeah well I mean? then <laughs> so what you're saying is right the re- there's there's no minute, point just a minute let me get this straight right the reason it's fun is because i'm using the reason that you like to play the same game on steam is because you get to use the keyboard and mouse instead of a controller is that what you're telling me that's the reason you want to do it yeah, kind of. Because when you look around, it's like instant. You just swing the mouse and it's like all over the place. Yeah, but that's fine for a first-person shooter, but most other games are better with a controller. <laughs> but it's funny, too, because it'll, you know, on the oh Xbox, God. it'll say press the B button in order to respond to this. But here it's like press, and then it's a picture of legs. I'm like, what's the legs button? I don't have a legs button on my keyboard. <laughs> you see, right, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, right, I agree. I know, like, 
Where has the thing? Play it on the stuff. PC with the keyboard and mouse because that's the best way to play it. But other stuff, just get a, con- a wired controller and plug it in. Yeah, uh, that would take a certain amount of time. And you know what? I just, <laughs> just leave it. Ain't nobody got time for you plugged it in, you just forget about it. It's plugged in. Oh right. Now, here's the thing. That's not ridiculous, playing Assassin's Creed 2 on the PC uh, just because it's on the PC. The the real ridiculous one that I bought, have you seen this other one? No. Jenny, have you seen my Steam feed with the screenshots? I'll, uh, I'll let you answer that one piece off, mate. No, nobody has. Um, <laughs> Come on. I bought Section 8 again. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, mind you, it was on sale, wasn't it? I think it was. It was on sale. It was like three dollars, yeah, and I was like, "Section eight. And it was one of those things where it's like, I don't know how much I'll play this, but I just, I love the game so much. It's a, it's a pure, you know, like here's another three dollars, developers. Thank you for making such a great game. And you know what? Actually, this was fun. I expected there to be no one playing it on the PC, and there's no one playing it on the PC. Well, of course, there's no one playing it. Shit. <laughs> no, it's not. Shut up. Just say, it, dude. It's Come on, you know it's true. Just say. It. And I played it, and I was a part of the Total Domination team, the second game I played, so what? Yeah, but if no one was playing it, who were you playing with? Bots? What were you playing with? No, there were like five people on, (laughs) and then like 15 bots. That's all right. (laughs) We beat those bots to a pulp, I'll tell you. (laughs) Yeah. And I have been playing Dishonored, to answer your question, Stu. Yes, I have been playing a little more. How much, though? Another half an hour? I'm like, no, I'm like two hours in now. I'm about to start the thing where you go down in the sewers. All right, okay, that's good. So I'm a little bit in. And? And you know what? I don't understand why everyone's wetting their pants. Oh, I see. I mean, it's good. Oh. It plays, you know, the I mean, controls are decent and the, the the blink function's fine. Um, But I don't think it's my kind of game. And, and a large part of that is because it, it's it's open, but the setup is... There's a there's a guy being tortured in a prison cell, and you need to free him and let the and, and then go kill the guy who's trying to kill the dude. So the pressure's on. Go stand up for justice. Yes, I'm on my way. Sneaking through. Wait a minute. I think I'll pull out this beating mutant heart and look around for some runes. No, well, that's all what right. That well, that's how you level up your character. So you need to do that, and it makes you it makes you explore the environment, which is kind of cool. You know what? They should give other places to explore in between these life and death missions oh, no. where the dude's about stuff. To death. Stuff happens if you use that. You come across stuff that you wouldn't normally come across. I came across, for instance, I came across a body. Save the dude who's being tortured. No, no, I came across a body on a rooftop, uh, and he had a treasure map on him, and he had instructions on how to find this cool stuff, and I went and found it. And it was cool. I didn't do that because I ain't found no. No, no, that's that's what I mean by exploring. You do find random stuff that you wouldn't otherwise find. Exploring nothing. And also, you you probably don't have to do what you've been told to do. You can you can maybe not do what you've been told to do. Well, here's the other thing. Sorry, and this is a little bit of spoiler, so I I don't I want to warn people, Chinny. I don't know if you want me to not. I'll turn I'll turn I'll turn it down for this. So give me a I am chat when you're ready. Okay. So. Spoilers for Dishonored. Skip ahead two minutes if you don't want spoilers. I was supposed to go and poison the dude. I was supposed to kill the guy, and I switched the drinks. All right, yeah, yeah. And then I was wait. I'm in the shadows. I'm waiting. It's behind this little mini wall. Dude opens the door. He's like, time for drinks. And it's very obvious what's about to happen. All right, let's go in here. 
And then he opens the door and he goes running away. I was like, wait, come back. And I had to go chase him and kill him. And of course I do that. All the guards see me and I'm like, ah, get him, get him, get him. A hundred people chasing me. I'm like, ah, and I suck. So I had to go running away and I'm just not good at stealth. Now you see, and I didn't even do, I didn't even kill him. I didn't even do that. I didn't even do the, the drink switch finger anything. What did you do I, then? I sneaked up on him, knocked him out, right? And then you could put him in this torture chair. And I stuck him in the chair, right? And then you could go upstairs and there was this like uh, like a cattle prod thing. And I branded him to make him a heretic so that he would be disowned by his sort of people. I found the brand, but I didn't know about... Uh, you see, so, but what I'm saying is you didn't have to do that. The, the game lets you do it however you want. And there's many ways to complete each mission, not doing it the way it, it tells you. really make it clear that that was a part. Uh, and again, like, it just feels like... There's a lot of stuff that's not clear about what you can do. And I mean, maybe, again, like, oh, you're supposed to go... It's like we were saying with that game last week, the indie game. Like, you know, there were things you can do outside the box, and you should explore and be challenging. You know what? That's not my type of thing, and stealth's not my type of thing, so I just think this game's not my type but, of game. on the whole, right, when you think about it this way, you know, you're saying, oh, you didn't want to do it, or you had to switch your drinks, it was really obvious what you had to do. But the, the whole point of this game is that it's not obvious what you have to do, and, you know... It's like, and, and funnily enough, we talked about this before the game came out, you know, because they were saying that players who were playing it, the, the, the guard said, you're not allowed to go upstairs. So they didn't go upstairs, you know, and, and I guess this is sort of reinforcing that with you playing it because you were doing either A, what you were told, or, you know, you weren't thinking of doing sort of it any other way than what you were told to do it. But that wasn't my concern. My concern was that the dude went running away and I was like, hey, come back. So it's just, I don't know, it's just frustrating that, but you know what, that's not even an issue, because maybe it was because the other guards were alerted, or who knows what, but again, it's that thing of trying to figure out what the system of the game is, and if I'm supposed to figure out what the system of the game is, and then do something totally different, that's just frustrating to but me, because then- I have enough to the system of the game without having to then go oh maybe i won't go with that system but then there isn't a system and i guess that's where there is a system for every game there is but with this there's lots of different systems and i think that again comes back down to the openness that it does give you because it gives you lots of different tools and you can play it also and i think it's fairly fairly obvious which are the offensive sort of kill everything tools and which are the stealthy don't kill everything tools especially when you're leveling up i think it's really obvious which ones you need to level up depending on how yeah that's fine and let me just say this right okay so i recognize again that i you know i'm not good at stealth so i but i've heard nothing but if you don't like stealth you can just go in and kill everybody you know what you can't like especially in that mission i was just talking about and shinny's back now so i'm not yeah yeah that's all right we're not doing spider the thing is that like you know, when there's one or two guards by themselves, yeah, you can go through and just kill them and dump their bodies over the side or whatever. But when there's seven guards, you're done. You've got to get away. You can't possibly. But again, seven. using the blink, you can escape really quickly. So again, it's not. Well, I couldn't escape really quickly. I, I and again, like maybe it's just that I'm not very good at it. Uh, you know, I wasn't very good at Deus Ex: Human Revolution either. So I had to just say, you know what? That's not my this, kind of game. And I think that's true about this. No, story. I think it, this is not as punishing as that because if you have you got no, the, have not. you got the time stopping ability yet? No. Because once you get that, you can stop time and slash the throats while they're stood in front of you, and you don't do anything, and you just drop to the floor when you're finished. And you can do you that over like and over. Time stopping as bats on Fallout Three—that's a good time stopping game. But I—I I think you just need to level up the right attributes, and you need to hunt the runes down as much as you hate in doing that. And once you've got it leveled up enough, I think you'll find it a lot easier. Well, you know, that's I'll that's keep playing it. I, you know. that's what you got to do. You got to get yourself leveled up, explore the environments. 
you know, find the stuff you need to do, and I think you'll start. I promise to nothing about whether I'm going to like it more when I keep playing it. I just want you to know I'm not crazy about this game. I'm not hating it, but I'm not loving it. I didn't think you would. I must admit, I didn't think it. I, I did worry it wouldn't be your sort of game, and I think I might have said that to you at some point as well. Uh-huh. Fair yeah, enough. Because it is selfie. I, I enjoyed playing it. No, no. If you didn't care for Human Revolution, you might not care for this. Yeah, that might be a good sort of measure. But I don't. I, I still don't. I didn't like Human Revolution at all. No, it's not. But but it's, you like but you like other stealth games. You like Splinter Cell. You like I like Thief. Yeah, you like you'll like, you'll Thief. like this, Ginny. I think I think you definitely will like it. But uh, you're more likely to like it yeah, than I. Am. I think I, I always thought there was a worry you probably may not do because it is it, it's more satisfying played as a stealth game. Because I found it hard work play. Because on on if you did get the chaos up, then it's just rats everywhere keep attacking you and stuff. So it's actually, even though it says you can play it that way, you can, but it makes it more difficult in some respects because there's rats everywhere and more of the zombie things all over the place. So it's, in some respects, you're better playing it a bit. I mean, there's some very cool things about it. The graphics are good. The rats thing is kind of funky. You know, when I first figured out what was going on there, I thought that was pretty nifty. Um, but I don't know. I'm not blown away by the story, and the gameplay is fine, but it's not my type of thing. See how it goes. Just level up the offensive stuff and see how you get on. That, I guess, is the best advice I can give you, you know, and, and sort of stick away from the stealth, go around, kill the shit out of everybody. Yeah, it, I'm working on it. Because the, the crossbow's pretty cool. You know, that, that pretty yeah. takes them out we want. And I haven't really been buying ammo for that. Yeah, maybe that's it's what you need been... to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well... I'm sad to hear you're not enjoying it as much as I did, but then I wasn't expecting that in some ways, I suppose. So, say Chini. Chini. So, what, Hello. what have you been up to, then? Talking about um, games that Duke probably won't like. Uh, have you played Borderlands 2 yet, Duke? No, I have not. They had it at the Comic Game Shop, but I was like, no, I should finish Dishonored first. There's a little pet peeve with Borderlands 2 that I've found. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? And I think, um, uh, I was waiting for the sound effect. Uh, I think uh, that Borderlands. Sorry, 2, you were waiting for which sound effect? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Thank you. Um, the, it's, Borderlands Two is very scarce on ammo. Oh yeah, that sucks. But Borderlands this, One, it was absolutely everywhere. But, I mean, it still is everywhere, everywhere, but you run out of it very quickly. And I think because I'm still in the early stages of Borderlands 2, despite me having it for, like, very like four or five weeks. Um, but I started playing it again today, uh, but I'm redoing the start because I'm doing a different character because I'm playing it with... It's complicated. Right, but... I'm, I'm playing it with a character who's level 5. I've got him up to level 8 today. Uh, and look, you struggle for ammo. You really do. So maybe this changes as you level up, Duke. You know, you might you might so. get like because re- I remember in Borderlands One there was like regenerating ammo and like at the start yeah, yeah, it yeah, was a struggle. But then, you. yeah. So you know, I think later on it might not be a problem. But that, definitely the early, you know, the first three four hours that I've done so far, it, ammo is scarce, very scarce, and it forces you to use the other type of weapons, to use the shotguns, to use the pistols. But the problem with that is you're usually in a gunfight and you have to swap your inventory out live. You know, there's no pausing when, you, when you're in your inventory, so it's That's quite, quite annoying. Uh, but it's still a great game. I haven't played too much of it, so I won't talk about it too much. Uh, the game that I predominantly played uh, this week is Medal of Honor Warfighter. Uh, yes. I'm kind of near the end of it now. And my conclusion is this. Um, if you're going to make a modern 
uh, warfare <laughs> game, uh, first-person shooter, it's got to be good. Yeah. This day and age, it's got to be the bollocks because you're competing with the best. Right. Uh, Call of Duty, you're competing with Battlefield, and it's very difficult to beat them. Medal of Honor feels like a rush job. Mm. Big time. It doesn't look very pretty. Um, it's buggy. It, not in the sense of like it's game breaking, but there's there's little things like when you reload, uh, the sound of the gun doesn't match the reload. <laughs> Wait, so what's going so, on, uh, on the screen? So it's like a Godzilla movie for gun reloading. So it's like, and the, he still hasn't finished reloading it. You know, it doesn't match. Another thing is like, um, so you, you know, on Call of Duty Four or like uh, Modern Warfare Two, where you had the M4 and you could get a grip for the for the M4, like a little handle that you hold, yeah, one of the yeah. attachments. Well, on my gun, you can you can get one of those. Um, on the gun that I'm using on the single player, like you can get like a grip. But the the, the guy's not holding it by that grip; he's holding it under the barrel as if it wasn't there. Yeah. So, mm. but obviously that takes a bit more animation and you know character modeling so, and stuff. So maybe they're I mean, like, oh, I can't do that. Basic, basic stuff like that. You know, I've heard that. Um, I've heard the driving sections are pretty good. Is that well, the first one? Is very long, and I was like, "I am done. Please get this over with." Uh, that the, the, they handle very well, and the second driving section is quite interesting because you have to kind of hide from the cars and then do a getaway. So that's cool. Well, I've heard, and I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what this is. I'm true. telling you. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm telling you. you what I've heard. I've heard from someone uh, on this podcast that, that EA's Need for Speed team did the driving sections of the game, so they got the, them in to do the do the driving sections. So it's a proper driving game developers who did that. I don't know about that, but um, no, I just thought it was a cool little factoid. Eh, mate, it's 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 hot air in it. We don't know if it's true, mm. but uh, 37 minutes until Halo 4 comes out. By the way, um, <laughs> but. Uh, the the game is pretty dull when it comes to it, it. Just doesn't do anything that we haven't seen before. All right, which was the and, same complaint we had about the first one, huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean, at least th- there was a fantastic moment in the first Medal of Honor. When I say first, I mean first revamp of the old Medal of Honor. Um, there was a there's a great moment where you you think because. It kind of played on, um, it was like a spoof, really. It played on the fact that in Call of Duty, nowadays, in the, in the single player campaign, when it happened in 4, you know, like your character dies, and that was a massive thing, right? That was an amazing thing that we, we don't really see very often. Um, but, you know, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare, I think you die about three or four times, and it's just old, <laughs> all right? And, and there was a moment in Medal of Honor, all right, and I was like, looking at it, I go, right, this is where I die. Okay, well done. And you didn't die. Right, and I was like, brilliant, because I knew you could tell that that was like a like a really intense moment. You you your back was against the the, the ropes, and you. Th- I honestly thought like they're they're gonna go this like I'm you're the person you're gonna die, and you had no chances like a Black Hawk Down type thing. You you just shoot them off until you till you survive, and you 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 get out of it. Right, and I was like, "Wow, that's that was cool. That was really cool." Uh, unfortunately, like you know, and the the game, the first Medal of Honor is really slow. By the way, you know, it's very very tedious, very slow in 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 a good way. You know, like it's slow pace. It felt a little bit more realistic because Call of Duty is now is a Michael Bay film, right? But this one, it's it's more like Call of Duty. 
But it, you know, it's it's gone yeah, but, the wrong way. But that's because they see how much money Call of Duty makes and goes, "We want some of that. Make it like that game. Let's know, let's put Warfighter in the title. Then people get mixed it's up. It's a rush job, mate. It's a, it's an absolute yeah, rush job. Yeah, but they want to have uh, got it out before you know Black Ops Two comes out, don't they? If there's anything that we've learned, all right, and I'm sure developers know this. Why can't publishers know this? Um, that. People, especially this far in the console cycle, people are crying out for something that they haven't got anymore. That's why XCOM is so popular, right? Because it's 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 a game that we've never had this whole generation, really, um, in a big commercial sense. There's there's a Final Fantasy Tactics game, I believe, that does turn-based combat. But you know, surely they must know that. Yeah, but, like, the, but did not because whatever happens, it's like FIFA. And it's like Call of Duty. Every year, those games come out, and they're the same as the previous year, with just a different skin, or a different bit of story, or a different cutscene, or a different set piece. And they still sell a shitload every year, regardless of that. It doesn't make any difference, right? Look, I'm not going to say that Medal of Honor is a bad game. I don't think it's a bad game. It's just not a very good game. It's just not a very good (laughs) game. So I played the multiplayer as well. I've been playing the multiplayer a little bit. And for what it's worth, it's not a bad effort. Um, it, it still looks like shit. I don't know what it is with this game, but the colour palette is blue, brown, and shit. All right? and, and, and it just, just makes you vomit. Um, to, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Back to the single planet campaign. Sorry, I'm jumping around. But, oh, my God. This is, this is weird. Um, so in the game, we have these cutscenes. They're, they're really trying with the story this time. And the, 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 in a roundabout way, the story is you're this dude, right, who shoots people for a job, right? Got it? Are we, yep, are we yep, with yep, me yep. so far? You're a dude, shoots people for the job. Wait a minute, now, slow down. So are you, are I you private? I know, I know, are you in the I know. Kubrick is working I'm on the next I'm having trouble keeping up with all of it. Right, I know. Right, so dude shoots people for a job. The, every now and again, he has to piss off his wife because he's like, sorry, love. I've got to go to work. I've got is, to he, is he a people. private soldier or is he like a sort of in the army type thing? I think it's kind of like a like a step above, like you know, army stuff. You know what I mean? He's, he's, I don't think he's like a private contractor or anything, but he's like high up and he, you know, he does like special missions. Oh, all right. So it's not really explained. Anyway, um, so he, he, every now and again, his wife isn't happy because he he's not there for dinner and and all this. Um, now these cutscenes are CGI. They're not in-engine. They're CGI. So they do and better than the in-engine stuff. Well, you'd think that, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, you would. You would think that. Because they obviously offloaded these um, cutscenes to a different company. There's no way they did these. Like, very similar to Halo Wars, um, where their CGI cutscenes between missions were a, a separate company house. You know, yeah, but they were good. Different. They were fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. However, these are strange. Now, the men, the characters for the men, look fine. You know, they look quite realistic, very well done. Um, the women, more the woman. There are two women. I have no idea what happened to them, but they look like they have beaten, been beaten with the ugly stick. Jesus Christ. All right. And then you look at the, he's got a little girl in the, in the, in the game as well. This girl is one of the weirdest looking girls I have ever seen in my life. And, like, 
I can see why he's trying to leave all the time to not have a meal with him anymore. Like he's just going right. I've got to I've go. I'm a freak of a family. I'd <laughs> rather be in Pakistan right now uh, than this. And that's where you have to go to. You have to go to Pakistan and do loads of driving around and chasing terrorists. But like the CGI cutscenes are very strange, bizarre, and take you out of the game completely. Um, I don't know why I just didn't. You see, do them it's in. weird, right? Because we talked about this back in the day, you know, because. You used to get like a game very early in the 360s life cycle, and definitely in the obviously PS2 era, where all the cutscenes were CGI and looked nothing like the game. So you'd sort of have this cool cutscene, and then you go back to normal game graphics, and it's like, oh, look, shit, that compared to that cutscene. Um, and what you're sort of saying here is it's the opposite. The cutscene looks worse than, worse than the game. I mean, like, no, but there are. I mean, the cutscenes are very. Um, like the, the graphics are really n- nice, you know. Like, l- like I said, with, with the guy and, and he's, he's in a hospital bed, they look cool. They look, you know, high end stuff. But for some reason, they cannot get that woman looking right. Um, and the child looks like a mini version of the woman. It's like it's like Doctor Evil and Mini Me, and it's just odd. Just squash uh, it a bit, squash her a bit. That'll be fine. Make sweet. a kid out. Yeah, her. they've just kind of like distorted her face and just you know squeeze the box in a bit. Um, very strange. Anyway, the multiplayer uh, is uh, your standard kind of multiplayer. They, they, they have a squad system, very similar to ba- uh, to Battlefield, but instead of squads of four, it's uh, buddies of two. And I buddied up with Marshy today, um, and for you know, it, it works, right? It's a really good buddy system. Uh, you, you 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 come in, you you spawn in really quickly. Uh, the weapons are good. The the classes are good. Um, but it looks like shit, and no one will be playing um, um, here. Can you hear the rest of your teammates in your team? I don't care because I don't, because Duke I don't would care. hate that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, that I was would in be private very annoying. chat. I was in private chat with Marshall. I didn't really care, but um, you know, it's 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 a decent it's a decent first person shooter, but it's but, nothing we've seen but, before. It's it's just the same. Let, let me ask you this though, right? Were were do developers go with first-person shooters now. But, I mean, because we've got, like, Borderlands that did something different. And we've got, obviously, the upcoming Aliens uh, Colonial Marines that looks like it's doing something different. Although similar, it looks a lot faster-paced and crazy and, you know, it might be kind of fun playing as the Aliens, etc. So that might be fun. Um, and we've got stuff like Left 4 Dead that does stuff a bit different, you know. Or, you know, that's more of a rolling, fun game to play in co-op. But... We need it's getting a bit stale again, isn't it? In my opinion, for first-person shooters now, because any first-person shooter that comes out now, it's just more of the same, and I'm just bored of it all. I just find myself going, oh, I have I no compulsion to play a, a first-person shooter at the moment. I'm playing Doom Three, and that's bugging the hell out of me. Look, I mean, I st- I'm looking forward to Black Ops Two, for example. Right? I, I think Black Ops Two is going to be a great game. Yeah, but game. why though? Because it's exciting, it's a good roller coaster. It's 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 got you know the controls, you know you're gonna have a good time, you know it's gonna be polished, you know a lot of people are gonna be playing it, and you know that the campaign's gonna be an enjoyable ride full of like conspiracy twists. And they, they did a kind of Fight Club pull on the last block op, Black Ops, all right. So that was interesting. At least try try something different, and then you got the zombies, and then you got the multiplayer, and it's all gonna be polished and perfect and work beautifully. Mm. No, it is true. And that's the only thing I care about with this Medal of Honor game is the multiplayer. And I think what I hear, I'll like it. I like the demo a lot. So, mm. Yeah, that, I mean, it was fine. Like, the, the, the multiplayer was fine, but it, it looked like garbage, right? And, oh. and Black, Ops, 
Black Ops, like the graphically, I mean, and it really yeah. put you off. And it, I mean, it felt it felt okay, but it, it felt like an early Xbox 360 game. You see, I, what I don't, I think, oh, what I don't understand is though, you've said the actual single player game looks pretty good because it's in Frostbite. The no, I, the multiplayer is in the exact same engine, so why should it look any different? No, I said I said the multiplayer, I said the single player looked crap. I think. No, you didn't. You said it looked okay. Graphically? Yeah, I thought so. But maybe it was Daniel was comparing it to the cutscenes and sort of saying, you know, the engine... Because it's a decent engine, so why does it look terrible? You said it looked a bit sort of the colours were shit. Yeah, the, well, I just... It's just boring and, and dull. Like, the colour palettes are awful. Yeah. It's just blue. It's just always blue and brown. And, I don't know. It's, uh, it, to me, I think the game is rushed. They, they rushed the single-playing campaign. They did an okay job on the multiplayer. But they've rushed it. I think, I think the problem that we've got at the moment, especially with, with first-person shooters at the moment, they're limited as to what they can do. You know, with an action-adventure game, you know, like your Uncharted games or whatever it may be, they, they can add puzzles in, they can add different elements to it to make it fun to play. And like Dishonored did. You know, Dishonored took first-person... And, and turned it on its head, you know, adding loads of stealth elements and, and interesting ways to play the game and giving it, leaving it open for you to decide what you want to do. So it was more captivating and sort of interesting, whereas I think your standard first-person games tend to be a bit shit, really, especially shooters, you know, you, that, that's literally no, I, I don't think that's a fair comment. Not a shit, but just it's... boring, you know, just sort of well, dull. Like, I think Randy Pitchford said this. This was He said this, he was talking about Duke Nukem at the time, right? Um, but I think this is a very, very good way of putting it. Imagine if Batman ended with Batman and Robin. Mm. Mm. True. True. Yeah. Imagine that. Well, I guess. I'll leave it there. I get it. I'll leave well, it there. I guess. But you know what? Okay, hang on a second, though. Let me respond to that. Because Joel Schumacher was an ass face, and everyone should have known that. Nolan, people know he knows how to make a movie. So what I'm saying is, we if we want to do this, we need to give it to people who have proven themselves their worth. And I feel like this game probably was largely the result of committee thinking, which of course is going yeah. to result in a mediocre product. Yeah. Do you think if they want to re- if they want to resurrect an old IP, they should have a specific thing they want to do that's going to make it awesome. Do you think? Do you think a committee, like the, the same committee that that approved Melavana, would approve a game like XCOM? No way. No, no way, right? No. They wouldn't look at XCOM, you know, like a fourteen-year-old game, and go, "Oh yeah, yeah, put that on the market. That'll sell." Uh, they need reason... to rostify him about twenty percent or so. The, the, Make him a surfer. He <laughs> needs to rap. No, <laughs> it, the, the, um, the only reason XCOM exists is because you know Sid Myers is the, the top of that chain, yeah. right? And he he loves those type of games. He loves XCOM, and he just went, "Go for it, make it." So it, you know, it, it, it's it's poor management. I get, it, you know, it, it's the, the 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 men in suits making decisions. And it, it, I mean, Medal of Honor is, hey, Call of Duty's making money. We've got a Medal of Honor license. Let's do something with it. It failed. They tried again. It failed even more. No, I agree. I think I think the problem we've got is that developers currently at the moment, not so much developers, but you're right, publishers are developers. all about the sort of the <laughs> dollars. And this, I just looked up one song, so you want to find another one? And the safe bet. So, the, you know, they're really unwilling to try something different in case it doesn't work or people don't like it for whatever reason. So you just end up with the same shit all over, you know, all over again. Same shit, different day or whatever. Developers, this- developers, 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 developers. 
This um, I just realised by the way today that this generation of consoles has been so long that we've had games with the same name. For example, yeah. Need for Speed Most. Most Wanted. I just saw that the other day. I was like, what? They're just remaking the same exact game now. It is. It has been so long that we named the game again, <laughs> and everyone just went, "Yep, I know which one that is." Apparently, I don't know whether you're aware of this, Duke, but uh, in Feb next year, Fallout Three is coming out. Did you know that? <laughs> Yes! <laughs> the name's Poochie D, and I rock the telly. I'm half Joe Camel and a third Bonzarelli. I'm the Kung Fu hippie from Gangster City. I'm a rapid surfer, you the fool I pity. So what are you saying? So just to, just to sort of wrap this up, uh, basically, Warfighter, leave alone, wait till Black Ops 2 comes out and get that instead. Is that what you're saying? I thought, it's a, it's a, like, if you, if you log first-person shooters, right, and... You know, you've played Black Ops because, you know, that'll be it soon. And you just feel like having another... Cause some, I, I, I'm totally guilty of this, right? A first-person shooter for me is like a stupid Hollywood film, right? And it's it's five, six hours long. It won't take you very long to, to finish. And you know exactly what you're getting. It's a first-person shooter where people get betrayed and kidnapped and shot in the head. And you have to shoot people in the Whoa, head. Oh, spoilers! People get but, betrayed! What are you talking about? Sorry, people. And, and, and I'm not saying that every moment in the game is awful. Like, I mean, there there are some moments that, 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 that that's a pretty cool scene. That was a pretty cool level. Like, it's just more of the same. Like, whatever. But I'm guilty of playing a first person shooter just for the thrill of it because I, I like them. So if you're in that mindset, how dare you like a kind of game? How dare you like a popular genre? Yeah, but um, you can't recommend yeah, people play this when Halo falls out today. And, and Black Ops 2's out in a couple of weeks. But but it's not necessarily Why would you, a run-up it's, like it. it's like saying to someone, you know, wait for the Philly steak or play the Big Mac now. I'm not saying... Right, Big Mac's are not. <laughs> right, but I'm not saying... There's a little Big Mac here and there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not saying, the Big Mac! I'm not, I, I'm not saying buy it. I'm just saying, you know, whack it on your rental list if it's... Yeah, give it a rental. So it's a rental then, not a buy. Yeah, a rental. But, you know, if you see it in the bargain bin in January after Christmas and everyone's fat, and it's like, a, you know, a tenner or something, it wouldn't be a bad buy. I worry about you, Stu. <laughs> Stu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's trying to, you're right, he should be worried about me. He's trying to make me eat a big bag. <laughs> oh. He's trying to get that marketing in my brain again. That's right. This episode brought to you by McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm nearly the end of that. And then Assassin's Creed 3 is next for me. I'll be interested but to see how you get on with that. Because I love Assassin's Creed. I love it. it I adore it. Do you know what's really funny these you days? You didn't love now? Revelation. Really no. Which makes me fair. I saw somewhere, I read somewhere and it said... There's at least 40 to 60 hours of gameplay in the single player, right, of Assassin's Creed 3, right? And th- do you know what? That puts me off. It doesn't make me go, oh, yeah, I want to yeah. play that. It's like, I haven't got 60 yeah. hours. Who wants to play a game that costs, you know, requires so much time? Exactly. Oof. Exactly. I much prefer small games these days. Honestly, I do. I'm, I'm just... See? That's why I like first-person shooters. I agree. But it just because they're off, so short. Sure. Go, I'm never going to finish that. I'll, just, I'll start playing it, and I'll never finish it. Or I'll just not be able to play anything else while I'm playing that for 60 hours or so. And you know what, right? 60 hours? That's it probably takes about 20 hours. I need something to finish this single as, go, as As good as... I mean, I, I remember playing Crisis 2, right? I, I, I liked the game. I thought it was good. But it went on. Jesus Christ, that dragged on yeah. forever. It's weird, though, because... 
in a way, developers are between the devil and the deep blue sea, aren't they? Because on one side, they've got like, you know, people want value for money. So if they see 60 hours, they think, oh, I'm getting value for money for that game, value for money, you know. But on the flip side of that, if if you sort of then start playing the game and it gets a bit boring, then you're just like, oh, God, when's this going to finish? And he's like, well, what did he do for the best? I don't know. Did he did he flesh it out to make it last longer than it needs to be so that people think they're getting better value for money? Because when, even like, you know, when people are saying they finished sort of Dishonored in 12 hours or 13 hours, and go, oh, that's a bit short. It was a bit, no, to me, that's perfect. That was the perfect length of a game. I don't want to play any more than that. It's too long. I don't know. I mean, what, I mean, what would your perfect length be? <laughs> Lol. Um, 200 it, hours. I, it, I mean, like, I've got Fallout New Vegas right right next to me now. Right? Um, Yay! I've got, I've, I've, I've kind of acquired it free. Put it this way, I kind of won it, right, in, in something. And I, I really want to play it. And this is why I took so long playing Mass Effect 2, by the way. I really want to play it, but I'm aware of how long that game will take. Yeah, it is. Therefore... It, but it'll I, go like that! You won't even notice it! I've got Batman Arkham City sitting here, and I know that's 20 yeah. hours, at least. Yep. All right? Sitting there. And I always put my rented love film games on, on top of the list of priority, because I'm paying £10 a month for them. Yeah. yeah. So that's my problem. Like, if I've got Assassin's Creed 3, which is also, like, you know, 30 hours plus... Um, I've got to play that. I've got to get that out of the way. I've got to knock it out of the park. Yeah. I, Batman Arkham City never gets played. He kind of puts me off playing games, like buying games. Like, I'm going to buy Halo 4. I'm going to buy Black Ops. Simply because Black Ops is a multiplayer game that I'm playing, you know, now and again anyway. And Halo 4 is Halo, so you got to buy Halo. Well, I'm not buying any more full games this year. That's it for me. Not buying any more. Is that yeah, it? That's it? Are you done? That's it. I'm done. I'm done buying games. I would, I would buy Need for Speed Most Wanted, but I've already got it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, seven exactly. years ago. I'll just see what I get on my rentals. I'll just send them in and get whatever I get, and that's what I'll play, whatever it may be. Uh, although I did text some, oh, I took Resident Evil Six off. After all, <laughs> I've heard it's so broken, it's not worth playing. So I've taken that off because I thought, well, I don't, I haven't got time to play games that don't work. Well, Marsh has Resident Evil Six at the moment, and he's. Urging me to to get put Resident Evil Six on the top of my rental list. Oh, so tell him I sent Medal of Honor back. Don't don't do it. I mean, it's but he's got it, so I have to get it. I've heard it's terrible. Um, I'm gonna. Well, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to put on the podcast. I guess. Let's move on. Yeah, to... let's move on. It is time for the indie pick this week. So hopefully, moving on. Play this because this is on the Xbox and it'll work for you. <laughs> Yeah. Like that Steam stuff. But first, I need to tell you about this thing I saw on Reddit. There's this new subreddit called Gaming Photography, which is really cool. There's, uh, you know, screenshots that look very beautiful and all this. Someone posted one from Dear Esther, and I posted back a beautiful shot. Alas, I felt the game was lackluster and wasted most of its considerable potential. Now, normally when I knock a game that everyone else loves, I get downvoted and people have all sorts of nasty comments to make. But in this case, the guy didn't respond that way. He wrote, I agree. I started playing it like it might be a modern mist, but quickly realized it was a walking simulator. 20 minutes later, maybe a third of the way through the game, I started calling it a holding W simulator. Too bad, because many of the locations were simply gorgeous. Well, you see, he's obviously in the same delusional state as you about that game. Obviously right, <laughs> and awesome, and smart, and I love that yeah, guy. He's obviously, is it you? Is it your twin? <laughs> it's yeah, my exactly. twin. It's, your, I snuck it's on actually and... your alter ego, because really, you're a schizophrenic. <laughs> I got two different accounts. You just posted Tyler a picture Durden. yourself and then responded to it. <laughs> uh, um, yes, anyway, IndiePick. Unless you've forgotten. Let's do that. 
Indie game review. Review. Hello. Wait, Stu, yes. are you recording? I am recording. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> us here. This week we are playing Ninja Exorcist Episode 1. Do you like side-scrolling platformers? Do you like ninja games? Do you like episodic stuff where you have to buy parts of the game separately and you're not sure if you're getting ripped off or just getting more of the cool game each time? Well, this game has all those things. It's got killing, it's got jumping, and it's got killing. You also have a grapple hook that lets you hop around and swing around and kill around. Also, there's killing. Ninja killing, not that wussy hiding like in that other ninja game that Chinny was peeing his pants about. Shut up! Exorcist Episode 1 is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados out. There you go, God, that was short and sweet. It's not live, Vlados. Short and sweet! Live, Keeping it short. Thank you, Vlados. Thank you for respecting our time and not going on and on and on. Yeah, I was telling people on the Twitters that she revolted at having to keep doing Steam games, so we had to go back to Xbox because she wasn't happy. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so, Chini, you are our resident uh, ninja expert. Uh, what did you think of this ninja game? I didn't play. Oh, you're just rubbish. Is it? it was it was specially for you, this. It was a ninja stealth game. I'm sorry. Oh, God. You know There's what? not a lot of stealth in this game. What are you talking Josh, about? The only the only time I had to play games like for the last week was tonight, all right? <laughs> and Marsh was on at the same time, and you know what it's like. You switch it on, he's like, "Come on, let's play a game." Yeah, you never on. So I thought, that was it. And then the podcast happened. So right, it. okay. So last week you had the excuse that the uh, Steam game wouldn't work on your Mac. Yeah. And this week you've no excuse, have you? You just did. I got no excuse. No, I'm, I'm not saying that I haven't. I mean. I don't have any excuse. I could have played it while I was playing Borderlands, but you know what? I said, fuck it. This is the only chance I get to play a game. I'm going to play a game that I like instead of that probable shit it's that eight Luke going to get minutes. Play. Eight minutes, mate. It's a long time. I leveled up eight in that time. Minute. Anyway, do you, what did you think? I thought it was okay. It was, uh, you know, um, it was it was action-y, and it was killing, and there was the grappling hook was, worked well. I thought it was a fun little twist. And uh, I would have bought it, except I'm still only at 70 points. <laughs> I still got that 70 points. Um, <laughs> Such a skate. Yeah, I mean, this is one that Jason... <laughs> he, he's, loved it. he's finished this. He loves it. He loved it and finished <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, I thought, do you know what? I think he'd done a pretty good job. Um, for something that's only 80 points, and <laughs> the, the animations are fine, and the killing stuff works, and, you know, I like, I like a little sort of... You know, you can see where they can see, so it has it does have that sort of stealth element in there. If you're good enough to avoid uh, alerting them, and they do get a little question mark or whatever exclamation mark when they spot you. Uh, I thought it's pretty good because I think I like you say you can go and sort of, and they do take quite a few hits to kill. You know, it's not if you do just go to kill them, you, you, it's not instant. Um, whereas you can sort of knock them out. What I hadn't realised that when I was playing the demo is if you knock them out, they wake up again, <laughs> which was a bit of an interesting yeah. one. So I, I yeah. sort of put, knocked a guy out, and then the next thing, he sort of woke up, jumped down, and attacked me, and then all the others started attacking me because he made it, sort of alerted them. That had sort of made him go to sleep. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think this could be kind of fun once you get used to the stealth elements of it and start sort of taking people out on the sly without them knowing that you're there. Um, but I didn't buy it. It's not my kind of game, you know, ultimately. I'm not really into these sorts of 2D. But I think Chinny would have liked this. 
I do think yeah. it will be his. Sword. I'm sorry, everyone. I think as punishment, you've got to play this for next week. Well, that's not a good start, is it? Uh, <laughs> as punishment, you should play this game. Play this game. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, the fact that you didn't play, you've got to play two games for next week. Now you have to play oh, this. That is quite exactly, and whatever the indie game is next week. Um, so no, pretty good pick. No, I think it was a good recommendation. Um, but it is it's still very slow on the indie games on the Xbox. There hasn't been a lot added recently, so. We'll have to keep you know watched you. Yeah, why, why? Yeah, I think. Although, um, which brings me nicely onto the first part of the news, I guess, or uh, what we're going to talk about now is it Chinese news? Yeah, Chinese news. Putting news Dashboard update. Let's talk about this because the indie games has got its own little header now. It's little sub editing, so you're not having to go into one bit to find it from another bit. So it's just there. Do you know, at one time, when there was a, a dashboard update, it was like a huge deal, wasn't it? It was like, you know, what are they going to change? How different is it going to be? How many cool new things are they going to add? Now, it's just like barely anything, is it? It barely looks any different. Apart from the fact that there's more advertising space now. Yeah, well, isn't that the whole purpose of the whole thing? It makes me so mad. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like there's no, it's not for users anymore. I mean, at one time, the dashboard update was to improve the experience for us as users. Now it just feels like how much more advertising space can we fit onto these little squares that we've now got. It's just so busy now. I remember when you, know, when you had the blades, it was so simplistic and it just worked. It was dead simple and it just worked. I never used it. I always pressed the guide button and used the blades. I never ever used the normal menus at all. I mean, I don't know about you two. Am I am I just on my own with that? Say again, mate. So you know, you know, like with the the, the square menus, which is obviously made for Connect. You know, yes, to yes, make yes, it more yes, Connect yes. friendly. I never uh-huh. used those menus. I I always used it. I pressed the guide button and used the old. For most of it, most of the time, yeah, yeah, most of the time. So you're the same. Most of the time, not. not all do you ever do you ever look at that the friends list with the avatars? Because I never. Do. Oh fuck no. no! No, that's awful. No, no. I'll tell you what I use it for. You know, I, I, I go on do. my games. Like like I go on the game section and I look at my games. Yes. Or yes, I use I look, that. I look at like browse games and stuff as it is now. I do that. Um, and I'm just trying to have a look. You see, if I go what, to my friends uh, list or look for messages, I just press the guide button. I never, ever scroll through but, all the shit. Because after this time, I have no idea where anything is on those other menus. Because, I mean, I'm just looking at it now. It's just right, so a, on the game. It just feels like a mess to me, you know. And uh, the, the, another thing I like doing, I mean, it's not very popular amongst people, but like they, they, they do have videos on the front um, that I like watching. It At the moment, like, you, you click on Assassin's Creed on the right, and it'll bring up, like the trailer and, and stuff like that. I don't mind watching those. I go on the games, you can browse the games, and you can also find these days, like the sales pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, so if they've got any sales on, you know, you can find those. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you, Stu, you know, most of the time, I just open up the guides, especially to look at the friends, because yeah. that's so much easier. The only, the, um, only, the only menu I use is a game one, and I don't use anything else on there. I don't use the apps, no, I don't use Facebook. TV, don't... TV and movies, no. Social... Not really. Yeah. Um, the only reason I don't go to the social is if I want to change my avatar, and I very rarely do that. Music, don't even bother. Apps, now and again, because sometimes I'll go on the uh, Love Film or the, the IGN app or the YouTube app sometimes, now and again. Uh, and that's about well, it, Well, really. which brings me to the, to the next point, really. Internet Explorer on, on it. Have you tried it? Where, where is it's it? It's in the apps. In the apps. If apps. you go to the apps, you can right. download it from there. 
Oh, there it is. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, you see, no one's even bothered. Who cares? All right, I, I downloaded it just to see what it's like, and it's slow. It's unresponsive. Isn't it like a connect thing, though? Is it? Well, for, no, no, you can just use the the Twitter. No, well, you get a virtual keyboard comes up to type in your web address, etc. All right, okay. Um, the scrolling was okay up and down the page. That sort of worked, but it, it doesn't support Flash, obviously. You know, so. You can't play any YouTube videos or anything like that on there. It's yeah. just weird. And it's just like... And then I was thinking, how weird that they don't support Flash. You know, Internet Explorer supports Flash. Why do not support Flash? And then it dawned on me, because obviously that would mean free games, potentially. So they can't be having any of that on the 360, can they? You know what I mean? Can't be... Isn't, isn't the, the browser on the PS3 the same? Yeah, though? yeah, that's exactly the same. That's yeah. the same. Um... And it's like, well, we've got a YouTube app, use that. But if it's like, you know, if you know, if you go to a website and there's a video embedded on the website and you want to just look at it, you can't. Flash is uh, Flash is on the way in there anyway. No, it is, but a lot of unfortunately, a lot of websites still support that as a you know video streaming or whatever it may be. I love this, Alan. I've just loaded up Internet Explorer. Turn on smart screen filter to help protect against unsafe websites. Untick that. Thank you very much. Uh, Send my browsing history to Microsoft. Nope, I don't think I'm really taking that. Do you know? This do you know what also stupid. worries me when you see something like that? Because it says unsafe websites, right? So what does that make you instantly think may happen to your console? No, that just makes you think uh, porn. No, but it says unsafe websites. So in my head, it would be that could potentially be something malicious that could affect my console. So is that possible? I don't know. You know, because that was oh, the whole yeah. point, because they said the reason that they never put Explorer on there in the first place was because it could be a, a you know, a, a, a loophole or a way of getting into the system, you know what I mean, via well, maybe hackers. Fix that now. I'm going to go, I'm just putting in my, uh, you know, those controller keypad things that you can stick on. Yeah, the I haven't tried it with that, by the way. I didn't have, I'm just putting that on now. So I'm going to go on, I'm typing it in there, www.veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you, what okay. do you think of the update then? Apart from being really annoyed, okay. <laughs> it's all way for them to sell more connects and for them to push Windows 8, which is a stupid. Like, uh, have more fun when you're using your operating <laughs> system. Who cares? There it is. Like, our website is on my TV. It says like anybody Duke's fucking gives a shit. Duke's nerd files. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. And look, just like, just like if you do go on veterangamers.co.uk, our header, which says Veteran Gamers, um, is chopped off in half. And I, I think I quite like the notion that Duke's, Duke's kind of view on this is fuck it. If you're using Internet Explorer, you're an idiot. So, um, yeah, and that's how it appears on. On this, so it's still chopped off. Yeah, that, that's just an Internet Explorer thing in general, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it just yeah, does that. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? I'm on a YouTube page. I think Duke has programmed it that way on purpose, so anyone using Internet Explorer only gets half of the header. I don't know. I'm just a bit like, eh, whatever, who cares anymore? I just think they just keep on making it more and more convoluted and complex rather than it just started off so simple and now it's just it was never supposed to be simple this isn't about simplicity this isn't about us as users that's the thing microsoft doesn't give two craps about what we want i mean right don't get me wrong people complain about the ps3 menus as well in the way they were but i always find i always know where to find stuff on there i know where i'm going if it says game i know my games are in that bit if it's you know tv 
I know my TV catch-up channels are in there. You know, if it's video, I know that that's video. It's music, I know it's music, and that's that, and the store, and that's all you need. You don't need all this other advertisement shit. Of course not, but they can make more money. Oh, they charge an absolute fortune, apparently, for the adverts on there. Absolute oh, well, fortune. Get money, rent money, get money. And none, none of the adverts relate to anything else on whatever section it's under, either. It just seems to be really random as to what you're getting. Anyway. It's because they don't know you yet. Once they get to know you, then it'll be like, yeah. Want a Coke? Um... No, it'll be, hey, Stuart, do you want a weird Japanese game that everyone else hates? <laughs> and you'll be like, yeah, what is that? Yeah. Be? Great. Give it me now. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, let's move on from that because it's starting to really bug me now anyway. Uh, yeah, Cliff, Cliff Blazinski um, offers uh, to fix Resident Evil. Have you heard about this? This was kind of like a joke, really. I think it was. I think it started as a joke, but then he was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done it. Because yeah. uh, everyone's dying to know what he's up to, and he's like, I'll fix it, let's talk. And he, he, I think he just, it was just kind of a passing comment. Yeah, he, he, did, he tweeted, hey, Capcom, call me. We can fix Resident Evil together. Yeah, I think it was more of a dig at Resident Evil rather than, you know, a legitimate business offer. Yeah. I mean, he admitted later that the comment was a bit cocky, but... Um, to be honest with you, I think he'd make a really shit Resident Evil game anyway. I don't think that'd be his bag at all. You know, because he's not into into sort of slow horror games, which is what the proper one is, you know, the proper Resident Evil. It's not fast and nice. Well, maybe, maybe he's... I mean, I don't think Cliffy's an idiot. He knows what a Resident Evil game should be. Maybe. The, the only people that don't know what a Resident game, Evil game should be is the people that are making Resident Evil. I guess. Um, I've got some um, Rockstar news for you, Chinny. You know, I know how much you like Rockstar news. Yeah, go. Uh, so basically, Cypress Hill singer loses £250 million GTA lawsuit. Oh, what? yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, no, he's, 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 he's because of the logness of CJ. Is this That's the, right. The Michael Shag Washington uh, has lost a $250 million lawsuit brought against Rockstar Parent Company Take-Two for allegedly using his likeness as the basis for the character CJ from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So this must have been going on for a long time, I'm guessing. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, the judge ruled that the plaintiff is relying entirely on CJ's physical appearance in the game, but that appearance is so generic that it, necessar- <laughs> that it would necessarily include hundreds of other blackmails. So he's saying, yeah. you've not won, because this could be any number of blackmails, so they could all sue the game and say it's them. <laughs> So, anyway. Oh, you're just saying that because you think all black people look alike, Stu. Uh, uh, Racist. Racist. Uh, has presented no evidence demonstrating that the plot or characters of GTA San Andreas have any relevance to his life or his purported fame, the judge added. Hey, man. That guy kind of looks like you. Yeah, yeah he does. Dude, let's sue him. So, there you go. So, uh, what an idiot, though. I mean, he's like, as if he was ever going to win that. It's just like... It's a little bogus. People trying to get money. Always about the money, isn't it? How can I make some money quick without having to actually do anything at all? Um, anyway, These albums ain't selling so well. Yeah, exactly. Here's, <laughs> here is some good news, though. This is good news, this. You like this? You like this? Hit me. Uh, hit yeah, me. good news. Uh, sir, you are being hunted uh, as taken to Kickstarter. So, yeah, I can't wait for this. It's going to be great. 
it's the first person tweed punk robo horror. <laughs> That's what this game is called. Okay. Um, and it's headed up by rock, paper, shotgun, scribe, Jim Rossing, Rossignol. Rossignol? Yeah. And another guy. And basically, it's a survival horror game where you're like a person trapped in a world where there's all these robot hunters dressed in tweed. Uh, and you just have to survive, basically, and not get killed. And they send ro- set robot dogs on you and all sorts of crazy stuff. Robot dogs. Now, apparently, um, they've, they've, the human dogs are dead. They've put a goal of £40,000, so they don't want a whole lot. It's a fair amount of money, I guess. Uh, but the reason being, they've, they've actually, most of the game is done. Um, so, but what they want to do is polish it up and make it really, really good. So that's what they're, what they're asking for. So they're saying if you pay £10, you'll get a DRM copy of the game when it's released. Uh, DRM free yeah, copy. free copy maybe? in July next year. £18 gets you a special edition with a digital grimoire containing lore and concept art. £30 grants you early access to the game in its testing phase. And big spenders who data donate £1,000 will get their name written into the game's lore with a hard copy of the lore book commemorating their generosity. So there you go. So that's, uh, so that's what they're after. I, hope, I, I can't wait to play this. It does look a lot of fun and very interesting to be playing. So... A lore, a lore. You know, this is what people should be doing. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Not like shit, generic first-person shooters all the time. Shut up. Yeah. Get off your high horse. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, final bit of news before we move on, because I do want to... Final bit of, of news uh, that she wants to talk week. about that is probably not very interesting. Halloween. So I thought we'd go through the scariest games ever made and decide which are our favorites. So, which... All right. Vampire so, Um Yeah, I was scary because it was so shit. <laughs> Bang. Uh, PS... Oh, sorry, this isn't the one, actually, no. Uh, yeah, Mass Effect Trilogy full, the full trilogy, will finally be available for the PS3. So people who have a PS3 will finally get to play the first Mass Effect game. You're welcome. I know, yeah. Well, I, I did wonder whether they did tweak it at all or try and improve on it, you know, or whatever. But I doubt they will. It'll just be a port, won't it, I guess, of the original game. But it's still great. There's nothing wrong with the original Mass Effect. And it'll just be a bit weird, though, won't it, for, for PS3 only who started at 2 to go back and play 1. I don't know. I think they'll struggle. I mean, they'll struggle. But it's definitely worth playing, you know what I mean? Can't blame them. Mass Effect 1? Yeah, the original Mass Effect is going to be a very... It's got to be hard to go back if you've played 2 and 3. It is. I mean, and that's all they've had on the PS3 up till now. And it'll also uh, be a digital download available on PSN also. Ah. So, there you go. So, if you've got a PS3, uh, you're going to be able to play... It's good news. Play the whole trilogy. If you've not played it already, then it might be worth picking up... Yeah, I just think... I mean, if you... It's just so different to, you know, the other Mass Effects... Uh, I, I, I'm just saying it'd be tough to go back. Yeah, oh no, I, I agree. If they've already played 2 and 3, it would be very difficult because it'd, be, it'd almost be pointless as well because it'd be like, well, what's the point in playing the first one? You might get to see how it was all set up, I guess. Yeah, I it would be difficult to, to recommend anyone do that, really. Yeah, it'd be good for someone who's just like, uh, you know, I really want to try this Mass Effect thing. Uh, I might as well buy the whole thing. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. You know, if they, if they want to do it and they've never played it, then I could definitely recommend it then. Um, okay, let's move on. So, scary games. So, let's talk a little bit about scary games. It's just scary games. It's Halloween. Um, so, I made a list of all the scariest games. I put a poll up on the Facebook. Ooh. See what the listeners thought. <laughs> um, 
So let's start off with Silent Hill. I've only very recently played Silent Hill 2. Never played the original Silent Ah, oh, yeah. Um, you played this, didn't you? I think. I played it a long time ago. And was it scary? It was back then. Yeah, I mean, 2 was still disturbing even now, even though it was weird. It, when did this come out, like 2000? God knows, long time ago. Oh, so, uh, I bet it was about 2000. That sounds about right. Sounds about right to me. 1999, 2000, uh, around that area. I mean, did you play this, bam, Duke? Bam, bam, nope. Bam, I've never bam. played a Silent Hill game to this day. I mean, I mean, I mean you had a PS2 yeah, back in the day, didn't you? I did. So why, why September, yeah. September 24th, 2001. Bam. Wow, good. I don't know. I think I probably realized that, you know, scary games, not really my thing. Yeah, I've played. It just didn't interest me back in the day. I don't know. Okay, what about Resident Evil, then? No, I played 4, and I didn't like it because you couldn't run and shoot. And it was hard, and I kept running out of ammo. And no. What are you? What are you selling? What are you buying? What are you buying? What are you selling? Uh, okay. Why are you in every sewers I go to? <laughs> I know, yeah, fuck. you following me? What are you doing? Uh, Resident Evil Chini first one played that. Yes. You see, I've never played this, but I, I often think because I have got a Wii, uh, picking up the GameCube, uh, the remake one. Uh, apparently that's very good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, have, I have thought about that on more than one occasion to look it up, but I'm guessing it'll probably be some silly price because it's probably really rare and expensive. Um, yeah. But I have thought about that a couple of times. It is meant to be very good. Yeah, so I thought about that, but just never done it. Uh, Alan Wake, I took this in there because it is quite a scary game, Alan Wake. It's all right. It has its moments, doesn't it? All right. Duke, Duke was scared. <laughs> scared by how much time I No, you were scared by how great it was. Uh-huh. It's great. That was exactly it. I, mean, yeah, I, remember the episode, I remember the episode where Duke just basically broke down every writing error in every yeah, but it letter. Was done on, but I'm people. not even going through this again. It was done on purpose, <laughs> and I'm not even going to go through uh-huh. it again. Because these, sure these guys wrote Max Payne, so we know they can write good games. So it was it was done on purpose, because he was meant to be a crappy, trashy novelist. Anyway, uh, Alan Way, yeah, that's that fairly scary. It's pretty scary. Uh, Doom Three, you know, I don't, I don't get this. People still say this is a scary game, but playing it recently, I've not been scared whatsoever. And I said this last week, and the same still applies this week. It does not scare me at all. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember when I, I don't, I can't remember if I played this one. I don't think I did. Now what? we're getting into the proper scary games. Dead Space. Amnesia. Oh, of course. I'm. Uh, well, I haven't played it. Yeah. Very scary. It, it, Couldn't even stand to play it. <laughs> Very long. I'm a big wuss. Um, you know the weird thing about amnesia, and I said this at the time. It's it's scary until you get killed the first time, and once you've been killed, then it, the, it, the, all the tension is gone. You know what they said that on the Experience Points podcast, and I just I, don't know, I haven't had that experience. No, I did. The like, first, for me, it was yeah. I got killed, and I was still scared. No, the first time I got killed, I was just like. And the first time you get attacked by one of those things, it's a bit sort of comical in some ways, and it just keeps hitting you. And I'm just like, ah. Uh. And it, it, it's more that build-up to that happening that makes it scary. Once well, I- that's a big part of it, is it's the unknown, you yeah, know? Absolutely. But, uh. but once that happens, then it, it, it loses some of it. There's still the jump scares going on, you know, and it still sort of manages yeah. to misdirect you, and, and the, some of the weird noises and stuff are still unsettling in it, but uh, it, some of the tension is dissipated when that happens. Um, which was the same with Silent Hill Shattered Memories when I played that, because that was a game where you couldn't kill anything and you didn't have any weapons and stuff. But once you got caught the first time, that again, all the tension was gone. So once you get caught and you start that same section over again, you're like, ah, oh, I'll just keep doing it till I've done it now. So, yeah. 
Uh, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requ. Oh. See, this is a scary game. <sighs> no, I didn't find it scary. Scary. Um, no, it's not scary. It's good, though. It's disturbing, oh, though. I mean, you do have a... No, no, I wouldn't say You have a sanity meter, though, don't you, thing going on, and weird things you don't know what's in the game and what's... No, I wouldn't say it's disturbing. I'd, I'd say it's just, like... It's entertaining, man, because I remember fighting a boss, all right, and the boss didn't exist. And I was like, you fuck. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's for your noodle, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's not scary. I don't call it I scary. played a bit I of just... it. I thought it was fairly unsettling. You know, I haven't played the mm. whole game. I played probably about three hours on it, and it was on the Wii, and then I got distracted with something else. So I still have it. I could still play this. I've got it. I should play it, shouldn't I? But the controls yeah, are a bit yeah. fantastic. I've still, I've still got it. But I, I remember the opening. T- I remember that game so well. The opening was just like you're in a room full of bad guys, and you have to shoot them, and you have no idea. What That's doing. right. You had, you just had a shotgun, didn't you? I remember, I yep. remember that. I don't know. So and then good. you get into Such the house game. and there's this weird room with all these like um, globes and stuff in it. And I'm thinking there must yep. be some sort of weird puzzle to do here, but I couldn't find one. I'm sure. No, I, I don't know. There's just loads of weird stuff that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, and I read, I read in the news this week actually that um, the sequel was in it was in the works um, when they was making X Men Destiny at Silicon Knights. Right. But unfortunately. Dennis Dykes is just a poor manager when it comes to uh, making games. He's just not very good at... I don't know. It, 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 something's not right with him. He's, uh, he's a very strange man and makes strange decisions. Well, who knows? Well, we've seen how most of his games have turned out, apart from this one. This was a glint of goodness in all the badness that went yeah. on. Unfortunately, I mean, you get companies like Valve that seem to kind of you know, hit it right pretty much every time. You know, Rockstar, they're consistent. I mean, I, you say what you will about, you know, LA Noir. But they're, they're con- Rockstar and Valve, they're pretty consistent with, with their games. And Bethesda, they're pretty consistent with how good they are. Unfortunately, Silicon Knights, I think, are one of these developers that just kind of hit lucky and haven't really managed to um, to do as well as they did then. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It just seems a bit weird, doesn't it? <clears throat> you know. Anyway, so yes, Eternal Guardians. Next one, Penumbra Black Plague, which was by the makers of Amnesia, but the game before Amnesia, which is pretty much like Amnesia. Uh, so that's kind of scary. Is it like something? It is. It's kind of scary. Same hand for opening doors, puzzles. Similar, so very similar type of gameplay. Very same sort of uneasiness, sort of creeping around, not seeing anything for a long time before something attacks you. And yeah, it's it's good. It's good. So if you want to see what they were doing before they made the, the shit fest that was Amnesia, uh, download Penumbra, and it's sometimes on offer on Steam, so it might be worth a look. Um, System Shock 2, have you either of you played this? I mean, this no, it's Bioshock's pretty Yeah, apparently right. this was meant to be pretty scary stuff. I've got to hear it's, it's on the same vein as Bioshock, you know, you got someone talking, like it's a computer that's talking you through instead of like a person on a radio and... Mm. Some sort of saying because I mean I I would say I don't know but I'd say it's, it's equally as scary or as eerie or as atmospheric as Bioshock was. Yeah, which is the next one I've got down on here because I don't think a lot of people think of this as a scary game. Bioshock was but scary it I think, is. because it, I mean like it, it's that it's those moments where you see a big daddy um, and you think shit like but it doesn't bother you which is even worse until you kind of provoke it. Yeah. 
Uh, and then there's there's definitely one moment in Bioshock that I always remember where you kind of go around. It look it's kind of like a morgue area, and you go around the shadows, uh, and then you turn the corner, nothing there. And and I think the big, you know, what you were talking about earlier about like um, when once you die, you're not scared. Yeah. For me, um, once you're in combat, you're not scared. That's that's yeah, the way I feel. Yeah. Like in, in Dead Space or in Bioshock, like the the hardest bit is when you're creeping through very slowly or when, you know, in, um, condemned, you know, you're going through very slowly and you, you're trying to, and what's this, what's that, what's this. Um, but what, what, once, you know, in dead space, you, 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 something jumps down and you, you're in shit street, like, but, and you're fighting. I'm not scared. I'm just like trying to get rid of him. Uh, the, the scary part is like when nothing's happening. That's the, I agree. I mean, that, that opening to, um, to Bioshock where you're in the bathosphere and you sort of and you see the splicer sort of hopping around outside, kill the dude and then hop off. And then yeah. you sort of for a bit. I mean, I remember from when I very first played that, I was probably a, a you know a minute or two before I emerged from it, you know, because I figured it was going to be waiting for me around the corner somewhere. Uh, and it obviously wasn't. And then the next thing, and again, that's near the beginning of the game. You see the woman cooing to what you think's a baby in a pram. Uh, and when you kill her and look, it's, it's a gun. <laughs> it's a gun, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that was part of the demo as well. Yeah. It's just such a fantastic opening to this world. Um, perfect. Perfect demo. Yeah, yeah. And and, and again, you, I don't think, you know, and you, you played this and liked it, didn't you like Bioshock? Yeah, Bioshock's good. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I was really scared. It was tense and it was tense. creepy, but I don't know if I'd necessarily say scary. Yeah, I, I just think as well, you always remember the first time you engaged a big daddy. You know, the first yeah. time you attacked one, and then you, I was just not ready for how quick that thing was going to be. You yeah. know, because cause he looks so docile, don't they? Just plodding around, and then they attack you, you know, you attack one of them, and it's just like, oh my god, I'm going to die. <laughs> and I did, the first time. I mean. But again, it comes back to once you figure out how to kill the big daddies, it's not that big a deal. You know what I mean? And, no. and sort of once you get it, you know, you find your way of doing it. Um, next up, Dead Space. Talking about that game, that, that's a scary game. Second one. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think the first one's a little bit more scary than the second one. Um, mainly because you're on your own so much. Yeah. Uh, like, the, the, the second one, it felt like there was more going on. There was more people around you. That, you know, you felt like, you know, well, you wasn't. You wasn't alone. The, the first Dead Space, I mean, you, you go on with a crew, but you feel like, you know, um, like uh, Ripley did in, in Alien. You feel completely alone in on this ship, and you feel that you need to get off pretty badly. Uh, I, I thought the first one was, was I think, great. I think what the first pace. one did brilliantly well was just build the atmosphere on the ship in the, the noises, the background sound. And I, I think 2 is a, a, a very good game, but oh, yeah. kind of different... It, it, it does a good job of not playing the same note twice. You know, two is a very different game. It's more action paced, uh, and it does. Well, it's still scary. You do go back. Yeah, it's still scary. It still has those moments, but it's it's definitely more action paced, and it, it has those moments where you're on rails and the animation happens, and you have to aim for a bit and then shoot the right thing, and then another kind of cutscene will happen. But it's all in game, and it's all, you know, it's that uncharted kind of ride, and it. Um, and I I, I I liked it, but. I love the kind of nod as well to the first one. You go back. Well, on I was the just going to say that was one of the scariest bits because it was all like plastic sheeting everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah, creep yeah. around and it was horrible, and you, and it was really weird how familiar it was as well. You know, they did a great job of sort of 
yeah. making yeah. you realize how familiar. Yeah, I love that. I mean, you hated this, didn't you? Because this was just again like not my kind of game. You know, yeah. constantly run out of not ammo. enough ammo. You don't, you don't like feeling tense. That's what that's just yeah, I love oh, feeling that, tense yeah. in game. Uh, which brings me on to Condemned. Oh my god! Oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> Do you know this for me is still one of the best launch titles at the 360. Well, Condemned Two is the one I played, yeah. and Condemned Two is the, one of the very few games that make me like swear out loud like, on my own. Uh, and it was a bit where there's a wheelchair that just came around the corner, <laughs> right? And I just went fuck that, right? Look, instant. Look, didn't even think about it. Wasn't trying to be funny or anything. Just went fuck that. And I look around the corner, and of course, nothing there. Yeah, I mean, the, the best bit of I mean, have you played the original Condemned then? Uh, not, oh not God, properly. No, no, no. Uh, but the, the, everybody, anybody who's listening to this will remember the shopping mall level. Uh, and the, there was one bit where nothing actually happens, but something happens, and it's just the spookiest thing I've ever seen in a game. And the hers on the back of my neck stood up. Uh, and everybody who's listening will know exactly what I'm talking about. And I don't if you if you're going to ever play it, I don't really want to spoil it because it's one of the creepiest things in a game ever, ever. ever. Uh, but Condemned was just excellent. You know, for a launch title, it was one of the best launch titles. You know, great, great game. Um, Fatal Frame. I've never played this, I've, I, but I hear it's, it's one where you only have a camera. Yeah, right? just a camera. Yeah, you you try to take pictures of ghosts, yeah. stuff like and that. I've heard it's very, very creepy. And it's Japanese and weird, so I'll probably love it. Uh, you know, I should get this game. Uh, I should buy an old... Was it a PS1 or a PS2? I can't remember. I think it was a PS1. I think it was PS1. Yeah, I should buy... An, I've got a PS1 in the attic. Maybe I should see if I can find a copy of it and play it. Well, actually, having said that, yeah. uh, PS1 games play on the PS3, don't they? Yeah. Um, Slender, got to add that in there. That's very, very, oh, of very creepy and scary and horrible. Still haven't played it. I should because I can. Yeah, it's only now, 10 so. minutes. <laughs> It'll take you 10 minutes of your life. That's all yeah, it is, and well. it's very, very creepy. Uh, Half-Life and the series of Half-Life, I chucked those in there, because, again, these, they're, they're quite scary games, Half-Life, even though you don't think about them as being scary games. Scary? You know, when you think about Ravenhome, you know, that's, that's a scary place. Yeah, Ravenhome is the, the section of Half-Life that you just go... We don't go there I don't, don't want to go there. Yeah. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. That, that, that whole section made me not put, put off playing Half-Life 2 again. Yeah. It's a horrible, horrible level to play, you know, with the head grabs and stuff. But you forget that it, it is a scary game, even though it's... Once you know where you're going as well, it's yeah. not that long. Yeah. Not that long at all. Uh, and the final one I've got on my list is Clive Barker's Undying, because I believe this was very good, but I've never played it. I wondered if you'd ever I've played. never even heard of it. Um, but I've heard of Clive Barker's Jericho. Yeah, that was awful, apparently. Yeah, that was good scene crazy, that was. But no, this was meant to be pretty good. This was his first effort on the PC back in the day. So we can't talk about that because no one's played it. So anyway, as far as the community goes, I put most of these games in there for people to vote on. Uh, but they only voted on a few of them, believe it or not. They didn't uh, go for the big one. I believe it. Uh, but we had equals. Equals, we had Amnesia, Dead Space, and Resident Evil. Uh, all equal on the same number of votes, uh, but the winner was Silent Hill. So people on the uh, on the Facebook thought Silent Hill was the scariest game ever made. Uh, oh, there you go. Uh, uh, well, I think it's time for some emails. Bam, bam. Oh,
Okay, are you ready for this? Yeah. All ready for this? Anyway, here we go. Uh, new emailer, new emailer to the show. We have got Matthew Bolzonello. Cool. Uh, which is Mister Miyagi. I think we've. I think he may or may not have. Uh, it's me. He may have may not have, have emailed the show before, so I've, I apologise if you have. Anyway, he says PC rules. Uh, so he says, "Hi, chaps. Uh, well, you guys talked Hello. me into it. I've joined the PC master race. Uh oh, I never talked you into shit. <laughs> yeah, no, G- Ginny is the PC denouncer. Don't listen to us. Yeah, I'm the only guy that's representing consoles still on this. Look, I still play on consoles. I'm playing Doom 3 on the console. Uh, I'd been pretty happy with my PS3 for the last four years, and as I had an iMac, never thought much about PC gaming. I kept hearing awesome things about Steam, but they never had games I was interested in on the Mac platform. But when the iMac pooped itself in October, I decided on a PC replacement. The main reason was the ridiculous prices on the PS3 stores in comparison to Steam. I was looking to get into DLC for Fallout New Vegas on Steam. You can pick it all up for $4.99 each. On the Aussie PS3 store, $15.95 each. That's $16.55 in Duke money and over 10 whole British pounds. So over $60 for the DLC on PS3 versus less than $20 on Steam. Well, I've got to say, that seems a pretty good reason, doesn't it, really? Uh, My PC can run all games at ultra-high graphics level, and it was only a few hundred more than a new Xbox or PS3. If Microsoft and Sony want to succeed in the next generation, they will really have to make their digital offerings much more competitive. I'll need a lot of convincing to pay big bucks for a PS4 or an Xbox 720. Come on, Chinny, feel the steam force and join us on the dark side. I'm on Steam. Uh, yeah, but you're not really on Steam, are you? You've got... You can, you no, just I have really a look. And I, lot, someone, someone gifted me a game. I was like, well, what a waste of a gift. Uh, thanks for giving us the best gaming podcast on Shit. the net. Cheers, Matt. Mr. Miyagi. So thank you for that. That's very kind of you. Is that a, is that a new email? I think you may or may not have sent one before. Maybe. <laughs> well, it's definitely one of those, Stu. Maybe. Uh, now, I had a funny one here. This is presumably while... Uh, Mr. Primrose was actually listening to this week's podcast or last week's podcast. Uh, it simply says, Stu's quote of the week. Stu just said, you pulled one off, which was satisfying. For now, for now. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Okay, here we go. Oh, actually, it's not. It's not, it's not as big as I remembered. That's what Chini's girlfriend said. Um, anyway, here we go. This is from Jason... He doesn't even sign him anymore, you know. He doesn't even put his name on the bottom. Uh, anyway, he says, Stu, the zombie in his sausage curtain. <laughs> wow. Uh, are your skating guts still hanging out, or are you just happy to see me? I know, that was disgusting, but lighten up, chinny, you nefarious diva. you got to let your hair down every once in a while. Stu's sausages are no worse than the hot coffee in GTA or the quality time you guys shared at Eurogamer. Besides, at least I didn't bring up my latest poo story, and trust me, it's a humdinger. It puts dumb and dumber to shame. Anyway, have you played Pool Nation, Chinny? It's good, man. 
I actually saw this. I nearly downloaded it, but didn't. Apparently, it's very good. Is, is, is this the pool? Yeah, game? yeah. I've heard some good things about it. I downloaded the demo. I don't understand why it has to be 1.7 gigs for a pool game. Because it's got Maybe great those balls, the hard death It's balls, got great graphics. <laughs> balls. Uh, she, uh, I'll try it out. I'll give it a try. Thank Stu, you very much for writing. You get more holidays than an American English teacher. No, I don't. Duke has way more holidays than I do. Uh, good for you, Duke. Any progress on your novel? No. What? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I finished writing it. I have to send it to uh, what you call. Well, I it? think we need to. Publisher. I think we need to proofread it first. Why can't we proofread no, it? No, no. Why? No. Why are we not allowed? I want to read. Because it's fine the way it is. It doesn't need proofreading. No, no. But I mean, I'd like to read it. I'd like to read your novel. Well, I want you to read it, but not yet. Why am I not allowed if it's finished? Because I have to send it to publishers. <laughs> so what you're saying is we have to buy it to read it. <laughs> exactly. i got to get paid. God, I'm going to get pissed. I'm going to speak to Tom yeah. Bissell. He sends you his bloody his stuff and lets you read it for free. Tell you. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever. What games have bought something new? And he read it to me on the phone. Yep. What games? <laughs> the whole thing. Seventeen-hour phone call. What games have <laughs> yeah. brought something new and different to us, such as the first Doom, Mass Effect's game saves, Halo's matchmaking, video recording, uploading, and forge, Wii Sports, the tech demo, the Daddy and the Diva call Half Life. Oh, whatever. Settle down, Stu. I'm joking. But damn, that boat ride was hell. Anyway, thoughts, anyone? So, what games have brought something new and different to us? Uh, uh, that game uh, with the uh, new stuff Left 4 Dead I think did set something different and new great co-op yeah you know did they did something that it, it made you look out for each other in a way that no game had ever done before yeah that's true Call of Duty 4 yeah Call of, yeah. Yeah, Call of Duty 4 was a game changer for sure although it's getting yep. a bit boring now yeah well like 2007 Stu give it a break Jesus Jesus Christ, Christ. Well, like, I mean, Call of Duty 4 shaped pretty much almost every game that has multiplayer. I agree. This generation. Like, and it seems such an obvious thing now, but leveling up your guns and your, 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 your online presence in a first-person shooter was just a foreign thought, really. They did it very kind of briefly in Battlefield, but not to the same, not as visible, not as explicit as they did it in Call of Duty 4. I mean, so. as far as something that sort of did something really brilliant uh, but didn't really change other games because no one's really tried to emulate it well one game has but not done it as well uh, was portal really you know I mean, portal yeah. did something that no other game has ever done you know it was made a first person it's, it's amazing really because it's a game with no enemies yeah and it's brilliant and it's one of the best games ever. yeah but i, I think um, it's hard for anyone to copy that because you just can't can you because it's so unique mm-hmm. Well, what was that Xbox Live Arcade game that was made? Uh, Bo- uh, no, no, I was thinking of the original Botanicular Drop. It was the original before Portal. That was what they did as a tech demo, but it was... Uh, Novacular Drop, wasn't it? Novacular Drop. Something like that. Yeah, Novacular. Something like that, anyway. Botanicular. What the hell's that, then? I don't know. That's something else. Oh, no, that's it. Uh, that's the uh, game that the uh, the follow-up to Machinarium. Oh, I'm getting all my games mixed up. Yeah, yeah Novacular Drop. Up. You're right, it was that. Oh, back in the drum. Uh, but was that a game with the fluffy dimension? And yeah, all but that, that stuff? was by the same person who made Portal. Quantum something? Quantum, Quantum Conundrum. Something? Well, that, that was, was made by the yeah, same I, person. I know it was the same, mate. I know it was the same chick, right? Same but, chick. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think some games see, could that copy was that. A, that was the problem with that game because all people did was compare it to Portal. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's just Portal, but. If Dark Souls is kind of copy Portal, there's a. There's a 
weapon you get in Dark Siders and Dark Siders Two. That's ba- basically the portal gun. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you know Dark Siders like it just borrows everything. It's just a game of everything. It's like Zelda and God of War, and it, yeah, there's there's portal in there definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, a game changer would is Gears of War. Yeah, that's yeah, I guess yeah. That yeah, cover started third person cover. Yeah, for sure. Like that that shaped games for the whole generation. No, I agree. I mean, how many people have tried to copy that now? And and I guess as well, we could also say the the original Tomb Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Yeah, because that was the first really cool 3D adventure game, and lots of other games since then have tried to copy that sort of format. And and I guess you know, Uncharted did it the name, best. Name another game around about when Tomb Raider came out that tried to copy Tomb Raider. I don't know anything that copied it around about the same time. I don't know, unless you... I mean, you could argue Uncharted, but I mean, that's so many years later. It is. It is. But again, that did something that nothing else... But I mean, in some ways, that that did set off the, you know, third-person action-adventure-we-puzzle-type game, didn't it? I think, I think Uncharted started the whole um, blend between cutscene and gameplay. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because uh, Uncharted 2, especially, it was like the, the transition to a cutscene, it doesn't go to black or it doesn't cut. It just happens as you're going. And that yeah. was that, that's quite a, a trend now that I think a lot of people like. And Dead Space 2 took it uh, and went with it as well. Um, so that, that changed a little bit of how cutscenes and, and gameplay shouldn't be uh, on opposite sides of the room. You know, They should be right next to each other. Uh, I think as well. I mean, the other one that I would think of is is probably Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed Two to a certain extent. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, how's that changed? Or the, how's that influenced the games? Though I, don't I know. think there's a lot of games tried to emulate the open world, the the, the climbing, yeah, thing climbing for sure. But what? You know, like where's infamous, that been? Infamous Two, the prototype. Well, that sucks balls. Yeah, it does, but there's a lot of games <laughs> trying to copy that. But it's still is an world. example of people trying to, yeah, use yeah, but the same. Block that out of my memory, so it doesn't. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but yes, I think I think that, that that almost defines you know because that that was one of the you know when that that came out the original Assassin's Creed as boring as it was, um, from the look of it and the way you moved around on those buildings was just amazing. It was just like, wow, how cool is this and how good does it look? It's just, it just looks amazing. You know, the first time you got to the top of a tower and did the eagle thing, you were like, yeah, wow. You know, and it was cool. And then after you'd done that 15 times, it was a bit boring. Uh, but I think 2 perfected it. You know, Assassin's Creed 2 perfected that open world coolness. You know, we're leveling up and, and, and the other interesting stuff going on. So, there you go. I can't think of any others unless you can. Let's just name every game that's ever come no, out. Yeah, no, no, Mist. I think that's enough. Mist. 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 This is awesome. Right. Mist. So, here we go. Uh, right, next one, or the final one, should I say, is from Stuart Lecky. Stu Leck. And he says this. Uh, fellas, I just wanted to email you so you have something to break up the multiple Jason who is it emails. So, what to talk about? Just some quick fires I need answers to. Chinny, Jessica Chobot or Naomi Kyle? No, um, I'm going to go purely on personality here. 
Yeah, right? Because yeah. both are very attractive. And I'm not as shallow as some people might think I am. Um, uh, I'm going to go on personality. I don't think I could handle Jessica Chalbot, the robot. Um, she's a very feisty woman. I think... Um, What's the what's the other name? Naomi? What's her last name? Uh, sorry, Naomi Kyle. Naomi Kyle. It's a lot sweeter, a lot gentler, more 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 my type of approach. I think she. I, I think her and I would probably get on more. Um, what I'm saying is, I have a chance. <laughs> I have a chance with these women. This is going to happen. All right. Yep. Yep. So Naomi Kyle. Okay, here we go. Bang. Bang. Do you know who Naomi Kyle? I don't is? know. I have no idea who you're talking about. Wow. Forget it. Doesn't even matter. Is that it? <sighs> I'm leaving. Are you leaving? Right, okay, yep. here we go. Uh, Duke, next purchase, new high-end PC or the next Xbox? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I've never bought PCs for any th- reason other than I needed one. You know what I mean? Like this... This new Mac Mini I have, I got because my old one broke. They gave it to me free. Um, the last Mac Mini I bought, I had to get an upgrade because some piece of software I was using no longer worked on it. I don't remember what it was, but I needed to upgrade. It just wasn't happening. Um, and the Xbox, um, you know, I, I always buy them for specific reasons. The Xbox 360 I bought because my PS2 just would not play DVDs anymore. That's why I bought my Xbox 360. I bought the PS3 because I was mad of my Xbox red ringing all the time, and I wanted to like, screw this. I'm not giving Microsoft any more of my money. Well, you see how long that lasted. <laughs> I did that one. <laughs> Fallout 3. Oh, I'm going to go back. Yeah, well. Um, but, you know, whatever. Like, we'll see. If there's a game I'm dying to get that I can't run on my Mac on, you know, Windows 7 on the boot camp, maybe I'll get a new, you know, better PC. It was certain. I think it'll probably be cheaper to get a high-end gaming PC than it would to be to get a new Xbox when it comes no, out. Not with the new deal where you only pay $99. I'm not going to do that because over the course of the, you know, the payment plan, you're paying for that. It's convenience, but you pay for the convenience. Well, they're not. No, what they did, no, to be fair to them, they they only charge what they normally charge for Xbox Live, but you were tied into a two-year contract of buying it off them so you couldn't get it cheaper off Amazon or whatever. Uh, whatever. I mean, I you know, ultimately the other thing is that I never buy stuff as soon as it comes out. So nor do I. The, nor do I. The Xbox, the 720 or whatever it is, like I'm not dying to get it. Although here's the other thing. Actually, you know what? I take it back. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> My Xbox is on its last legs. It's hard for I, if I put if I close the drawer without a disc in, it's murder to get it back open. I have to literally take the faceplate off and like pry have you, it. Have, also, have you it's still got a white, an original up. white one, or have you got a? Yeah. Oh my god. It wasn't one of them anymore. Well, I know, Shut right? up, you. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I don't have any extra Star Wars ones. Come on. Why don't you have that? It was that now. But here's the oh. thing. When this thing finally dies, I'll probably just go to the now, game show and be like, hey, give me a new used Xbox. Just a minute. Just a minute, right, Ginny? You were just calling me now. Which, which type of Xbox have you got, Ginny? The white Have you one. Have you still got those crap things as well? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what are you two like? Jesus. Well, Despite what you think. What Xbox we have. Multiple red rings, man. What's the matter with you? Right. That's not red ring yet, but I say yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one day. It will. It'll happen. It'll happen. They all do it. 
I think it, well, I'm hoping it'll hold it because you know. Well, you might be lucky. I mean, you, you, it's not too far away now, is it? And well, I mean, like this this one I've got isn't like that old. It's not like a launch one or anything. I mean, it's probably my third Xbox. So yeah. Okay, next know. one to me. It says Stu, iPad Mini or an Android Seven Incher for now. For now, 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 as you know, I have an iPad, right? So I like my iPad. But I'll be honest with you. I had a diddle on a Google Nexus 7 and I had a go on a um on an Amazon what the Amazon one is the uh the Kindle Fire HD so I've had a go on but I've had a play with both I've had a touch of both of them uh and I have got to say I was impressed with both of them although I like the Google Nexus 7 better that's a nice piece of kit that is have you have you played with one of these they're no. pretty good pretty impressive and for the fact you can get a 32 gig one for 199 pounds, that's pretty good, and they're good. You know, if you if you're not bothered about having the iPad or whatever, or having a, an iDevice, I would definitely recommend one getting one of these. I would. Def- would you trade it? Would you trade your iPad? In? No, no, because I, I like my iPad. But if I if I didn't have an iPad, I would have probably bought one of these. So what you're saying is, if you're poor, if you're poor, right, you want something good value, unlike you, if you want something good value for money. Paul, get a Google me, Nexus so 7 because they're pretty good. Fast, it's, it's sharp looking, it's great. Stu, can we record an advert where you go? Nexus 7. Yeah, great for poor people. This show was me. brought to you by Google Nexus 7. No, it wasn't really, but I'll play with one, it's good. That's what I would go for. Uh, Chini, when are you hopping on the Steam bandwagon? I'm already on Steam. Already on it, but you don't use it, though, do you need it? Stop asking this question, people. You don't get it. He's on it, but he just never uses it. Duke! I mean, I, I'm on it, right? And I, 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 I can't really do a lot with it on my Mac, to be honest. I mean, Duke will yeah, cry this. Yeah, Steam has never been... Uh, I mean, they're getting a lot better. Like, it's a lot better than it was a year ago. I, so, I've got a PC. I'm on a PC right now, right? I've got a PC. However, it's not the greatest PC in the world. So, eh. Yeah. Duke, is it time COD yes. games split into two separate games, i.e. one multiplayer and one single player? Well, I would prefer that because then I could just buy the multiplayer and I don't even care about the single player. But they don't want to do that because it's, it, I don't know, they want to get people to buy them both. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, but you know what? Section 8's cheap and that's just multiplayer, so there you go. Oh, wait, there is a single player, but it sucks ass, so it doesn't matter. It might as well not even exist. Exactly. Uh, and the final one was for me. Stu, what games are you hoping go on sale on Steam at Christmas? Now, interestingly, Christmas. Interestingly, I. Sorry, sorry, Duke. No offense. I'm not bothered, funnily enough, about proper games on Steam. You see, people are oh, you're all about Steam now, but I, I, I still my computer, although it will play fairly good games now, it's still not brilliant. You know what I mean? It's still like modern games. It won't. And I just haven't got enough memory. Although I am upgrading my computer for Christmas, so I'm going to uh, put a, a solid state hard drive in it, increase the RAM, uh, maybe even put a new processor in. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give it supercharge it. I'm gonna supercharge my computer for Christmas. Um but I'm still I'm still constrained by the power unit in it. It's just not got enough power to have anything bigger for my graphics. You know what well, I'm not really that bothered about PC games as well. Another reason is I've got so much shit to play on my Xbox. Yeah, exactly. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but as like, far as, as real games go <laughs> real games, that sounds awful, doesn't it? It doesn't. Uh, but like triple like big games. I, I get. I got so I got such a backlog. It's like I've got yeah. I've got like two all, years worth yeah, of games. Exactly. I get all those on my PS3 or the 360. I'm not interested in playing those on my PC. Apart, from, that's why. Yeah, I, like, give it to you. You always go after the new and shiny, right? Yeah. So 
you'll buy a new console. Like, I, I won't will. buy a new console from launch I know I will. because it's a stupid move anyway, as you as you as you can agree with. Because buying new hardware is a bit of a risk. Um, but then on the flip I, side of that, you say that, but I'm not interested in the leasing of Wii U, and that's new and shiny. But I don't want one because it's well, not it... shiny because it's old tech. <laughs> well, I guess old shit. They look, they look four years. You can years also old. generally be into new and shiny, but not necessarily buy every new and shiny thing that comes out. That's true. I like that, Duke. That's me. Yeah, but look, look, I mean, look at the Wii U look, games. It's old tech. It's five years old. Yeah. I mean, you've got a nice little Wii pad in there, but, like, it's nothing... It's, you know, graphically, it's nothing we've seen before. As soon as these games start coming out, Stu, they look like Star Wars 1313. Oh, yeah, I look good. Brought to you, brought, brought to you by Disney, right? It, yeah. it, you're going to be like, wow, this is the, I'm going to buy one. Oh, my God, it's not real. You're true. No, I can't disagree. I can't argue. That's what you'll I do. Like, because the reason why you don't like the Wii U is because, like, oh, well, it looks like an Xbox. Like, a, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yes, and I'm only graphics aren't that impressive. I'm on, only interested on the, in Zombie U. I couldn't care less about anything else. Well, the Zombie U is the only thing that's doing anything different apart from everything else. Yeah. So, and I can't justify buying a whole new console for one game. Sorry, Pikmin Three, mate. Yeah, I don't, I'm 3. not even bothered about that either. That's the only game I can. I know, but I'm just like, mm. looks alright, I suppose. Uh, anyway, he says okay. That should be three minutes of podcast that I that will only entertain me. Cheers, fellas. Stew, Scottish Stew in Calgary. Stew. Three minutes of the podcast. Do you know what was really weird, right? It's been, for some reason, it's been tagged on to previous emails that he sent. So I'm thinking, what are there all these other emails in here, right? And the last one pri- prior to this was 12th for the 12th, 2011. <laughs> so there you go. So, wow. so it's last year. Because that's what Gmail does. Nearly a year, nearly a year ago. So thank Keeping you. It thank you for uh, emailing so often. <laughs> Regular email. <laughs> So there you go. Well, it's time, right? Normally, at this point, we do Twitters and Facebook stuff, but we really have no time. We have no time because there's not enough time. There is not enough time. There's no time. There is no time. Not enough time. Um, So, and not to mention the fact you haven't even been recording this, so we do it all. Oh crap! Oh god! (laughs) Joking. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. So we need to do some shout-outs. Tells a joke. We need some shout-outs and get the hell. Oh, I get it. I get jokes. out of here. So, Duke, you first. Shout-outs now. Do it now. Now. Do it now. Uh, do it now. Do it now. Right now. Uh, I don't know. What? Get Vats value. What? Oh, shut up. Just do your shout-outs. Stop. Stop playing. Oh, I'm oh, fallout oh, in your head. Yeah. Um. Keep them in, <laughs> I was trying to pause keep it. Them internalized. <laughs> right. Um. Oh, I'll give a shout out to you. Didn't mention this. Uh, <laughs> this guy Hutchinson, who's working on Assassin's Creed Three. Uh, some people are worried that it's going to be too pro-American, and he said, "Not to worry. Uh, I, he is an Australian living in Canada, making a game about the American Revolution for a French software company." So I thought that was pretty funny because I saw that on the internet. Um, I don't know funny. who are my shout outs uh-huh. for. Extra Flux is a new member. Yay! Welcome, Extra Flux. Um, although I think I was supposed to say that last week, or maybe I did and then forgot to erase it. SKX Nemesis Willow 2 EMW99 and Influenza, thank you for coming to the Gears of War 3 playdate. Next week is the, what's that going to be? The 11th of November will be the, uh, we're going to go full house poker because people have been asking for that again. So come on down, play a little how bit. Much, how much is full house poker? Uh, 1,200 points. It's not like poker games. 
Yeah, it's a really good game. It's got a lot of staying power. Ah, uh, there you go. There you go. Um, well, I'm going to shout out G.H. Rocker, also known as Antonio, also known as Heavy Evil, uh, because it was his birthday this week, bless him. Happy birthday. birthday. So, no, yeah. hold your horses there, Chini. Because It's only 800 points. Uh, full house. By special request, I think Chini should sing happy birthday to... <laughs> no good, it's full of steam! <laughs> to G.H. Rocker in the style of... What shall he sing it in the style of? Shall we do the yeah the Marilyn Monroe thing? I think you should do it in the style of. Um, I don't think so, Stuart. Come on, especially he's, he's sixteen. Okay. He's sixteen, man. I think he deserves. I know, it. which is why I don't want to do it. Because I he's happen 16. to have a, a very special birthday song queued up and ready to go. <clears throat> Happy birthday, David Murky! <laughs> you have finally turned nineteen. Now you can travel to Canada, and you will be legal there. You have lived for 19 years. You can go to Canada and drink beers. In one more year, you will not be a teenager anymore. Because in one more year, that realm of your life will be gone. So now you're 19, and from what I've seen, you are definitely one hell of a guy. But today I'll sing a song, and I hope that everybody sings along. And I hope they remember this day with a dumbass happy birthday song. David Murky, you are 19. Happy 19th birthday, Dave. Beat that, you Facebook comment junkies. Excellent. Do you know, I don't think you've used that before for anyone's birthday, have you? That's it's classic. Yeah, it's, it's, a, classic. A, it's a beautiful song that I wrote. It's beautiful. It was specifically for G.H. Rocker, that was. For Antonio. Yeah. So, happy birthday. Uh, yeah. And my only other shout-out uh, has to go to uh, Watchdog on the BBC. Watchdog on the BBC, uh, because they've called out EA for releasing a buggy shit FIFA 13, apparently. Uh, yeah, really? And asked them that they should fix it or refund players. That's right. Yeah. So there you go. So Watchdog having the back of the consumers again, as they always do. Uh, because people have been having, apparently people have had the game crash on them. Uh, there was one lad who spent £20 of his pocket money on FIFA points to acquire gold packs in the game in order to obtain better play. So he was paying to win, to be fair. You know, it was cheating, like, you know. Uh, but the day after he received the new players, they disappeared, leaving him with nothing to show for his £20. So there you go. <laughs> so... So uh, good on Watchdog anyway, giving them some, giving EA some grief, and and they actually oh, did shit. a big response. So they did a big response to uh, what had been said on the show. So there you go. Good. So there they you say go. they're doing the best, and you know, even though there's thousands of hours of testing, things still slip through the net, and they're going to be updating it very soon with a patch, etc., etc., etc. Sure. So there you go. And that's it for me. So over to you, uh, Chinny. Um. Who should I shout out? Bom, 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 bom. Don't know, really. I shout out myself. About that. Never done that before. <laughs> oh, hooray! Well, you are a diva. Go me. Go me for making those logos on the veteran game and such. 
Yeah, I mean, interestingly, yeah. you've nicely updated the Facebook and the Twitter, but the one on the website is still the same. What the fuck's going on there? Who does all that stuff? I don't that do that one. Let's do Oh, that's why. What a loser. A, Who's in charge of that? He's a very busy man. <laughs> He's no time for that. Anyway, um, ain't, nobody time for that. ain't nobody got time for that. The other day, actually, we went on a walk. This is just really random. And, yeah, and yeah. I was doing a, don't make me break my foot off in your ass. <laughs> Kay was like laughing, but I had no idea why it was funny. And I'm like, I've no real idea why it's funny either. I don't even know where it's from, but Duke plays it on the podcast all the time. It's from my white mama. <laughs> I was just like, it's funny. It's mad TV. It's classic. <laughs> uh, but she thought it was funny. I watched um. <laughs> Don't make me break my foot off in your ass! What's the Eddie oh, Murphy film? Boomerang. Have you ever seen oh, that? Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, long time ago. That was good. The, the only line I liked was, uh, it's like, oh, I see your pussy whipped. You need to flip that and whip that pussy. <laughs> that was a brilliant line. It's been a while. I like Martin Lawrence's character because he's always like, the guy goes, would you like some asparagus spears? He goes, see, it's racist! If we yeah. were white people, they'd ask if we want asparagus tips! And that's when they're playing pool, and you can see how the white ball dominates everything. <laughs> yeah. And to win, they have to yeah. part the black ball. And Eddie Murphy's like kind of mocking him, saying, "Oh yeah, now the you know the the cloth's green like the earth. Yeah, see, we're on the same wavelength, man." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. as much as I'd love to talk about this, uh, it's time we have to go. We've got to go. Yep, we've got to go. Time to go. Thanks for listening yeah. to us, everybody. Bye. Blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Shit. Wow, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Uh, I don't forget. Yeah, Super Hexagon update for Millie. Oh, great. For Millie, right? She's been trying, right? Because I've, I think she's hit a wall. You know, she's got to a sort of almost a limit of how far she's going to get in the game, right? With You know, she got 203 and whatever seconds last week or whatever it was. The wall. Right? Well... She came running into the conservatory with it, with the, the iPad and said, I beat Miss Connor, I beat Miss Connor. I said, oh, good. How much she beat it by? And she was like, about two one-hundredths of a second. <laughs> <laughs> so she had beaten it, and it was a new record. A win's a win, man. But it a was, win's a win. It was barely a win. No good. It's full of steam. Uh, yeah, just keep that drinking game going. Um, and the final thing. I'm still doing the education and films, talking in films. And we watched Ghostbusters over the weekend. Yeah. And also Groundhog Day. So we did a Bill Murray double bill. Oh, about that. There you go. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and and it had one of my favorite lines that I've forgotten all about, where he calls him Dick. Until Dick was yeah, here, let all the ghosts yeah, out. Yeah. Is that true? Yes, sir. It's true. This man no has Dick. Penis. And Millie went, what does that mean? <laughs> I was like, well. <laughs> Winky, while he's referring to that. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, and we do really need to go. Now. What else did you want to discuss? Yeah. Nothing else, because we're done. See ya. Bye. <laughs>